Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I'm your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, uh, pretentious. <laughs> and John. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> you can't say that. It's a kid's podcast. Is it's it? a song. It's a... It's a it's oh, that makes it fine when Coolio yeah. says it. it What's not even Coolio? I know. Smoke, smoke, smoke. Weed every smoke day. Smoke every day. <laughs> yeah, man. That's like, a, that's do, a, do I sound different? Do I sound... No? You sound like you, dude. Okay. You sound like the guy that people think you sound and look like, and then when they see you, they go, that's what mm-hmm. he looks like. <laughs> looks like a stiff breeze would blow him over. <laughs> yeah, man. You guys uh, <clears throat> ready for this weekend? Uh, it's funny. I'm going to be in, in the A-Town Ooh. Saturday for a brief moment. Um, What's this weekend? The, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. It's, it's Sunday. Yeah. You know Sounds that. important. It's quite super. Speaking of pretentiousness. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll you get. should uh, drive by the Chick-fil-A's to see how many people are going to Chick-fil-A for the first time. <laughs> well, you, you never know. I mean, the, the, the big news about Chick-fil-A is obviously that they're not going to be open in the stadium, uh, which they never are. They're never open on Sundays yeah. and they don't care that the Super Bowl is happening in an establishment where they have a restaurant. Correct. They just don't. And I, I kind of applaud that. But uh, I, I'm going to be up very early up there doing mm-hmm. the cheer dad thing. Ooh. Uh, and then I'm leaving because I can't imagine how crazy the whole entire um, area is going to be. We, we were I imagine it's going to be a pain. We, we, were regardless. About, yeah, we were thinking about getting a hotel and. Within like 50 to 100 miles away from, it's just, yeah, you know, it's just the hotels are ridiculously priced. I can't imagine how much they are, but hundreds of dollars. I'm sure like the West End, (laughs) like if you want to stay at the Hyatt or the West End, I'm sure it's in the thousands of dollars, Chris, just for a basic room. Yeah. But hey, should be fun though. Um, We'll see. I hope it's a good game. Super 8 Motel, $800 a night. Tom Bodette here. <laughs> boop, doop, doop, boop. Yeah. I used to have a roommate in college that could play that song. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had a roommate named Tom Bodette. <laughs> this is Tom Bodette from Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was on Ellen, and I saw this clip where he like uh, he said Oprah used to do this. Uh, he said <clears> Oprah used to get all the famous people to wish Oprah happy or wish happy birthday to whoever she had on or whatever. Like yeah. Real famous people. Mm-hmm. Well, in the spirit of Jimmy Kimmel, he gets like people with famous people's names <laughs> to say happy birthday to Ellen. It's kind of funny if you guys want to YouTube that clip. Jimmy Kimmel's pretty funny. He's been on for 17 years. Ellen's been on for 16. I'm like, yeah. geez. I think people forget that. Yeah. Because he started out just doing uh, 1130 to 1230. Yeah. Or actually, I think it was just a half an hour. You can't, you can't eat on the mic. Yeah. You're eating bad. On, yeah, you're eating on the mic. Everyone's hating you right now. Yeah. And they know it's not me or Chris. Yeah. Because we're talking. <laughs> it No. 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 Still there. Still there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> speaking of him, I'm surprised he hasn't been tapped to, to do the Oscars yet, given all their problems. I thought he had. I thought he did. Well, no, no. I mean, like, to, to bail them out for this year, for uh, the Kevin Hart controversy. It's not controversy. He's not going to do it. Yeah, that's kind of the controversy. <laughs> <laughs> like, got named. And all that BS happened to him. And then he was like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And now they're like, we ain't got a host. <laughs> so, you know. Let's go. Ho- well, why not get a guy who, you know, because Jimmy Kimmel loves the Oscar. So yeah. I was like, why not just ask him to do it again? Plus, well, I think it's on ABC. Well, 
they'll figure it out. I mean, yeah, they look, will. dude, the SAGs are the, the precursor to the Oscars, right? One of them. Ish. Yeah, they're not. <clears throat> they're good for, of course, the acting awards. They're not so great at predicting the main winner. The main, right. Yeah. And but I, I was going to say, though, if they could, if the Oscars could, for me, the way the SAGs, uh, the entire show ran. Mm hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I love the fact that like the cast of the movie comes out and says this was our movie, or mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed like it had a different vibe than the Oscars, which is cool. I know it's a diff- It is a different vibe. Yeah, they're literally being served dinner at their tables at these at that particular award show. But they're like, well, they benefit from just the fact that it is just actors, and it's, it's a guild of them. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> therefore, you know, therefore it's only about. 15 awards the whole night right mm-hmm. uh, between TV and, and movies versus like the Oscars where you are supposed to be all encompassing and you don't oh. they don't want to be they've been very much trying to avoid kind of doing things like the Grammys have done where they say okay these smaller things uh, that maybe people don't know who these people are we're going to cut them out they've tried to avoid that outside of technical stuff that's about it that's the one thing it has its own separate night but Everything else, the main awards. If you're on the main ballot, then you're going to get a moment in the sun if you win. That that drags it down, right? Yeah. Because. I guess. You know, no one. I don't even know the short live documentary nominees, you know, well, <laughs> except dude, for the one year Kobe was up. <laughs> well, what's funny, uh, I was thinking of how to bring this up, but you did watch the uh, documentary on Netflix about the Fry Festival. Oh, yeah. And dude, uh, have you seen the news today? <laughs> no, I did not see the news today. You haven't seen all, what all kind of subpoenas are going out. Oh, finally. Uh, for for people, uh, the models who did the uh, like Kylie Jenner, really, who did the Instagram post basically mm-hmm. hyping it up, they all got subpoenas to, to go to court. So this judge, I don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people are saying nothing's going to really happen. I'm guessing um, it's in the lawsuit against uh, what's his face and Ja Rule, right? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. But if if you need to catch up on your news. Mm-hmm. With that, there's a lot going on. So, Cause well, what up, be what up, my baby? Because <laughs> hey, that dude's already in prison. The, the main fry guy. guy, yeah, the main guy's in there. <laughs> the, the fry guy, guy right? Fry guy. <laughs> Remember the fry guy? Um, yeah, I haven't. Uh, I watched an art document. I watched one. Netflix has one on Ted Bundy, so I watched that. Yeah, that, uh, that one's getting some buzz. And then apparently uh, a Ted Bundy movie's coming out, which is also getting buzz. <laughs> yeah, and not a, a lot of people are kind of torn about it. You got to remember, dude, when they make movies about like a Ted Bundy or release a documentary about a Ted Bundy, it's not to glamorize Ted Bundy. No, it's to show you how demented and crazy, a crazy and um, disconnected. Well, yeah, but I mean, the scary thing about him was how charismatic he was. Oh yeah, you if know, you watch that video, yeah, and you could see like I could see before all this started falling apart for him that how anyone who outside of you know Wayne's of course murdering people, but just like, <laughs> but like right. in, in everyday regular life, like how someone would never suspect Ted Bundy of being that guy because he's he's not some introvert, right? He's not some weird looking guy. He's He's very sociable. Um, you know, he was involved in politics and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely get it, like, why he appealed to certain people. Yeah. Refinery29, I think, is a website. Mm-hmm. Posted an article today about Ted Bundy saying that Ted Bundy was not smooth or charming or smart. He mm-hmm. was just white. Ooh. 
And uh, I, I thought I kind of grasped at low hanging fruit <laughs> a little bit, but um, the I haven't seen the trailer for uh, this Bundy movie, but it looks like it's sort of that one definitely looks like it's sort of glamorizing him a little bit. It's I mean the actor what's the actor's name Zach Efron Zach Efron apparently in this trailer he's got these six pack abs. I'm like, well, Zach, Zach Efron. I know, yeah. I know, but to you can't turn that yeah. off. No, to highlight that in the film just seems a little bit gross to me. Do yeah. you think they highlighted it, or did your eyes just go to it? Well, naturally, it's like a <laughs> magnet. I mean, you've I mean, seen that, man. Yeah. Um, but the, the director fought back, not fought back, but came out and said, "Look, this is just a trailer. Yeah, watch <clears> the movie." And apparently, the screeners of the movie already, or if, if anything, that's if, if they've done that far, it's not going to be what you think it is. It's gonna, no. it's going to do. No well, justice. I mean, it, from what it looks like, because it looks like it's highlighting primarily the uh, relationship between him uh, or like everything that happens in the the lens of his relationship with the uh, I can't remember her name, but basically the the mother of his children, like who basically was stuck it? by him and said, oh, these are all liars and would visit him in prison. And, you know, yeah, that's he, where the child was conceived and all that kind of stuff. Uh, who is it? Lily James is playing. Uh, that person, so I could definitely see that's an interesting perspective to bring it through. Uh, yeah, I mean, even in the trailer, at one point they they show a sketch of him in the newspaper, mm-hmm. and she's like, they they have an interaction about that. And he's like, it's not me, and she's like, what is this? It sure looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> that man hit a woman with a tire iron in a parking lot, and and still messed that up. Yeah. The. Um, <laughs> The scene in Silence of the Lambs where Buffalo Bill can't get the couch into the van. Mm-hmm. That's a classic Ted Bundy tactic. Yeah. Mm. Had the sling up in the arm. In fact, you know, one of the things the article also cited was that he wasn't intelligent. I'm he like, is, I'm from like, an IQ I'm perspective? Like, I mean, his IQ is 124. Right. And that's mm-hmm. pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And plus, if you consider the fact that Ted Bundy actually helped the FBI profile the Green River Killer. He said, I didn't know that. He, he said no. that what he said was... Um, look for this guy to go back to the scene of the crime and have sex with the dead corpses. Yeah. He's a so when you man. find, he says, when you find a dead body, just sit on it and wait. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, here he comes. Here he comes. Yeah. I think, well, so as far as him not he being, wasn't intelligent when he helped profile a suspect. Well, he's a good subject matter expert on that. But it's the classic, as as, it's the classic Hannibal Lecter scenario. As you go as, to see a killer yeah. who thinks like that killer. Uh, as far as him and his own intelligence, I know like he failed as far as law. That was his big thing. He wanted to be a lawyer. And he, he was trying to get into a really, uh, as far as the West Coast, like a prestigious uh, law school and he failed out so he had to go to like a night school and then he had to run away from that because he murdered people and mm-hmm. uh you can't stay where you murder people too long before they start suspecting you of it dude speaking speaking of night school when they showed the immemorium part of the show at the sags yeah uh the judge from night court died yeah you didn't know that yeah yeah uh, maybe i, I did was, i think that was the beginning of the year Maybe yeah, it was a. It was very early. Yeah, I was like, man. But I'm glad you pivoted off guy. Ted Bundy. That's a nice. I'm glad to <laughs> leave that behind. Well, th- that's just it's out there now. The, the trailer yeah. dropped, and those that it Netflix was. documentaries. A lot of people. I watching. guess it was big because uh, <clears throat> they put that documentary out the day it was like exactly 30 years to the day that he was finally killed. Yeah. So that was why they released it then. So yeah, man. Makes sense. All um, that. other things. Other things. Other things. Uh, only other thing I. 
Well, <laughs> he's like, I didn't do anything this week. What are you talking about? I'm trying to think. What else did I do this week? I did stuff. I uh, I made a purchase. Oh, what'd you purchase? You'll see it. Hopefully, I don't know. The forecast, oh, yeah, that's right. The forecast for next Tuesday is still rain. You mean when it's not uh, like winter's coming? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Hey, speaking of that, um, if for whatever reason you're affected by these snowstorms and you still are listening to us. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Because we know it's getting rough in some parts of the world. <laughs> right. Or the U.S., I should say. Like They, they were saying Chicago and up there is going to be Antarctic, uh, Antarctica. Yeah. Levels of temperature. Yeah, it's like negative 10 or something like that. 20s, Oop. 30s, 40s. Yeah. Don't go out at how, night. Do you just freeze? Like, do your eyelashes freeze and stuff? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I'm, I'm not... That's like... How, it's... it's Look. John, it's below zero. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Because zero's cold. That's what I hear. <laughs> just, just saying. We're going to be in the 20s for the next two nights here, and we're going to be like... Ooh. My brother went. How to we're grad- gonna be? My brother went to grad school at Michigan State. Fun fact. And I Ouch. called him and I called him one day. He's landing. And I said, uh, I said, what's the temperature up there? He goes, hold on a second. That's about one. <laughs> he had to check, like, he checked the thermostat. Like, like, it's, even... I said, it's one. <laughs> like one degree. One is it's so cold, man. Yeah, I can't imagine. My relatives in Maryland, they have, uh, they've said. It's not been fun for them because they got hit by that blizzard about a week and a half ago, and it really hasn't melted yet. And now today they got like another couple of inches of, of snow on top of that from this storm. My and brother, it's going to be freezing. My so. brother lives in Colorado. You know why he moved there? He likes snow? To get rid of the cold weather, to get away from the cold weather. And he picked Colorado. Well, yeah. Michigan as opposed to Michigan. But speaking of which, uh, a, little bit you, of, a little bit of business on the air. Oh, we got some business. Um, I'm going to be in Colorado. <clears throat> Maybe I shouldn't say this on the air. Uh, I'll be I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be gone the week. Of Are you calling in and doing the show from Skype? Yeah, that'll happen. You son of a! <laughs> Hold on. You see the dedication checking, here? Is this for real? Calendar. He's already laying people down. Uh, February twelfth. I oh. won't. I won't be on that. Show. That's the day before my mommy turns uh, seventy. Your mom. John, you're and, calling and, and in via Skype. And, well, absolutely. We, yeah, we all know this. <laughs> I could do that if you want. Yeah, I'm sure I could. But Don't uh, I th- give is him that, ideas. Is that the day of? Uh, did you pick it up today? Yeah. Well, I wanted to go pick it up after here for dinner, but someone doesn't want to go to the north side, and I'm not going to force people to choose between <laughs> dinner and my uh, needs. I'm just, well, if it's icy on the roads, I mean, I, I don't, don't know think that it's it going to be. be. Yeah. No, I, in the morning, it'll be icy on the roads. Yeah, yeah it'll be bad in the morning. I wouldn't be surprised if companies... What What just happened to my voice? Sounds <laughs> good. Doesn't matter for me, though. Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. You know, my brother's turning 40 this year. Oh, so I mean, that's not 70, but that's still the impressive. family... The family is all my dad, my mom, my sister, me and my wife. Your, Your wife. wife and Aiden are going out there to surprise him. He doesn't know we're going. So oh. if anybody listens to the show, don't tell him. I was about to say, to I hope show? he doesn't listen to I the show. He, I don't think he does. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Hence <laughs> the, I don't know if I should say anything on the air. Right? Jim, if you listen to the show, skip over uh, 14 minutes to 16 minutes. <laughs> you realize that. Uh, he said that after yeah, the point. Yeah, of you got you to gotta give yourself the window in advance before you go into spoiler territory. 
It's just a joke, guys. It's Freaking joke. Mo- I, that, I was I was simulating I was simulating that's, me calling him. That's that was laughing. actually what the joke was. Yeah. Muttley is. You guys uh, are douches. <laughs> I'm laughing at you. No. He's, he literally went into a Muttley laugh for you. That's what he's doing. Um. Mm, oh, that. the one thing I did do this week, I watched. Uh, I finally got into the second season of Counterpart, which is a show that both me and Casey watch. Boo! No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I keep telling people, I'm like, boo. If you, <laughs> boo. If you like two things, if you like sci-fi <clears throat> and if you like uh, spy, like drama type stuff, right? Like espionage. Boo! You will. And and if you also like J.K. Simmons. Who's the main star? <clears throat> this show is the farmer's insurance guy. He, this show is like if this show was on HBO, this would be one of the more talked about shows. It wouldn't be Game of Thrones. I, you know, very few things are there, but it would be up there in its pantheon of shows. <clears throat> and because unfortunately it's on Stars, and I feel like Showtime's the same way. Like Showtime and Stars have a bunch of great dramas that no one sees because that's not necessarily every, true they just but i mean sorry like, sorry dude they're yeah, not more people they pick one of the premium ones and if you're gonna pick one of them why not pick the best which is hbo right oh i mean dexter had no problem yeah yeah but that I'm benefited you because one it was example. on uh netflix you that, think that it, helped. Do you think it benefited after the fact? Well, I mean, it helped people discover the show, so then they started watching it more. But even That's then, anecdotal. did it really help? <laughs> did you see the final? <laughs> well, he had, but, uh, he had a nice beard. Yeah, that show is... <laughs> me and Casey have been watching... We watched the first season, we were talking, we were like, that show is really, really good. And I've watched the second season and about eight episodes in now, and it's... Yeah, that's probably one of my faves now. If you like Fringe, he you'll said, feel right at home. He said nothing to make me want to watch that show. Boo. <laughs> but John he did, would but like he, it. But he did say faves. Yeah. John would like it. I don't know about you. You're. I like you're, things. No, 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 no. I like, like things. A, I like things. You're like I, a, you know, I like to see Jason Bateman win his SAG Award. Ooh. Did yeah, he win one? He did for Ozark, the show I told everybody to watch. Well and done. It's better than Ozark. I started... Mm. Um, I started uh, Peaky Blinders again. I heard Ooh. that was a must watch for it's me. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I, you uh, would particularly like it. That's what, but that's like what it, another person said. But like I said, you should put, you really should put the, the subtitles on. Because <laughs> subtitles are your friend. Oh, man. It's, I just don't know what they're saying unless I read it <laughs> on the screen. Because, like, it's that thick Irish well, accent. I'm torn to, to, to start <clears throat> a series that I think will. Take several weeks, or who you you never know. But with video games coming out, we want to play. Yeah, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to actually watch a show because you got to play Resident Evil Two and in um in April, guys. <laughs> yeah, what's in April? Oh yeah, aren't you supposed to be playing a game? You you talked about on Twitter. I did. What'd you talk about? You, oh yeah, you said I really need to start that damn game. Yeah, <laughs> can you say that word? Yeah. Yes, because I'm they're so beaver confused. dams. We can't drop f bombs. You think? Oh wait, so let me get this straight. Oh, we you can't drop f bombs. You don't think we can say, uh, "Damn," but douche. That's fine. I'm just confused. <laughs> Look, dude, no f bombs, no s words. Yeah. Well, that's. A I won't bitch. even go to the no, Whoa. no, no, oh, no, son of a. Since you already got to edit them. Yeah. <laughs> Why can you say "damn"? You, did you, Which is a double meaning, and you can't say. Correct. Oh Which my is a God. double meeting. Because you're not. Oh, no. Oh, God. Now I got to edit twice. <laughs> Bummer. That's what I'm so I don't, sad for you. I don't make uh, the rules on this, you know. Apple does. <laughs> Apple will be okay. I don't think they'll come at us with a lawsuit. 
There won't be a lawsuit. Okay. He won't get any money out of this. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Though they'll find a way. <laughs> but, uh, okay, 1915 to 1945. Got it. You got it in your head? Yes. Is that like the First World War? You get used to it after a while because, you know, that's just the way it is. Some people will never change. What are you talking about? That's just the way it is. Right, right. Now you got it. Now you got it. Some people never change. John, do you have anything? That's a negative. Silence. 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 I kill you. I got nothing, man. Yeah. I made a purchase, like I said. What is it? I upgraded to a big boy bike. Oh, right. You got, you got yourself a big wheel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. It's going to make noise when I pull up. If you up. come in an adult-sized big wheel next week, I'm going to laugh. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, pulled up to the gas station today to get some, get some drink. Yeah. And this guy was pulling out in a Jeep. <laughs> this douche. And the, for no reason I can think of, flipped me off. Just completely... Extended the middle finger because it was an unexpected love you thing. I had a coworker. I did, did not that. get that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. I literally had a coworker do that to me today too. There's and you know her. There's there's a there's a long red hair, very long red hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was just, she was going and I was walking out and she just goes and she stopped and she started laughing. She's like, I meant to go like this. <laughs> it's just that thing. But, yeah, just the thing. It's just. I'm holding up a piece of <clears> it, by the way. If we were at war or if we had beef with each other, John, you just wouldn't do a thing. Right. Or, or you'd scrape my car. Yeah. Car. If you were right. Nas and Jay-Z, it would be a very different or, or Or R. Kelly. Or <laughs> the new information, Kanye versus Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, oh, that's what yeah. they say. Oh, man. Oh. Lawsuits and litigation and whatnot yeah, and so they forth and so on. He sued his, uh, his company, didn't he? Yeah. I, I saw, saw that, that on the... Uh, I get a lot of my news these days. Mm. From uh, like the Twitters and Snapchat, <laughs> someone is watching The Wire, and they will they will gladly tell you what's coming across <clears> it. <throat> Again, The Wire, pound for pound, one of the best series ever, for sure. Legit, just hey, a got, couple of counterparts. You, you you like it because it's, it's it's you know Baltimore. It's got and it's got Michael B. Jordan in that first season. It does. It's got and now and now he's a SAG winner <clears throat> in theory. Yeah, he's part of that ensemble. He's they, like the second most important person. Does every does everybody when when um when like in that that instance, yes. uh, do they all get a trophy? If you're in the main cast, you all get a trophy. Yes, because you are part hey, of the ensemble. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. So this is what happens when we don't have a lot of football talk. Uh, we didn't really play a bunch of games. LeBron and <laughs> I did. I, I'm into. I'm, I'm playing a game. I just we yeah. I can't talk about Rez? it. Yeah. Are you? I am too. I watched some Twitch feeds about it. It looked mm-hmm. pretty scary. Uh, did you play the original? Uh, I think I did back in the day. Back in the Friend of the show, Jeff, is playing it too. I yes, he is. I could give two S words less. Is that right? Interesting. Oh. He, was, he, 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 uh, he, he hit me up yesterday at work and Look he asked me. Look at you, me. Lingo John. Yeah. And he said, so this has been bugging me. I'm like, okay, what's Here up? we go. Why do you refuse to play Red Dead 2? Oh, yeah, he brought that up to me. I'm too. like, I don't refuse to play. I've never once refused yeah, to play he, Red Dead 2. He's actually saying to me, in fact, John, it would be better if you played Red Dead 2 before you played the original Red Dead. That's probably fair. And I'm like, I don't understand how that's true. He but, didn't he need said, the game. but he said, trust me. And I went, 
We'll see how it's because it's theoretically a prequel. Yeah, I know it's a prequel, but a, a couple months ago I had the ending spoiled for me. I don't remember the ending at this point of uh, Red Dead Two or Red, of Red Dead Two. And oh, the really? ending spoiled, and when I heard the ending, it said, "Yep, that's kind of why." You need to play the first one because it just it wouldn't have the same emotional weight had you not had the text the contact the uh, the context of what happened to Marsden. Marsden, I'd say no from the I, first one. John I would Marsden. actually I would yeah. actually disagree with you on that. Um, That's fair. You can do that. Yeah, because <clears throat> it's just the way it ends. It the emotional weight of that ending, like, and I'm talking about when you get to the actual epilogue ending, like the true ending of the game. I got it, man. Spit uh, it out. It very much, again? very much, uh, <laughs> very much like um, the first Red Dead, like the emotional ties to it tie into the events of that game. It's not because of a narrative larger um, in some ways, you know, if I mean, sure, it might help you a tiny bit to understand what's likely going to be the end of it if you've played the first one. But. I think it works just fine. Like, hey, dude. it's not tying. Like, you don't need to. You don't need to have played the the original to get like the full scope of what yeah. they're saying at the end of it. With well, that know. being said, I'm considering taking his advice. Well, I haven't fully committed it. to it, but I, I'm thinking. Dude, about he it. he hemmed me up in the hall, and he's like, "Yeah, John, I feel like this would be John's favorite <clears> game ever. Could be, and, and, I I've, went, and I've never denied that that might be the case. I just mm, are I've you a big Western guy? Oh yeah, sure." Man who shot Liberty. Well, you never played a Rockstar game, so that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's. I, I don't like Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto Five concept. I don't like the idea. It's not nothing. You don't like satire. I don't like the idea of playing a question, uh, an individual with questionable morals. Ooh. I can't. I can't. I can't relate to the character. It, it, the the color scheme and the aesthetic of the game. I don't like it. Um, <clears throat> that's fine. Mm-hmm. Respect the hell out, the heck out of the game, but other than that, I just I, I've never had a single interest in that game, mm. not a bit. Cool, man. I'm okay with being like an anti-hero, but this the characters here are kind of the opposite of an anti-hero. They're kind of a what you call it isn't so much now. What's his face? Crazy boy. Is. What's it called? What's <laughs> his face? Boy. Crazy boy. That's uh, what he's bringing Michael to the table. And, today. Um, Jiminy Cricket was was the you know I'm talking about um the guy the hick that lives out in, <laughs> <laughs> he lives out in the country he's like he's a freaking uh, a maniac in that mm. game like and he's meant to be but uh the main kid the uh the black character uh I can't I cannot remember their names you right know now. we have the internet. outside Michael we have the internet <clears throat> yeah but that would you know it would give us the facts. Look, the names you need. It doesn't just work when you ask it to work. <laughs> hey, Google. <laughs> How many people's like devices just went right? <laughs> but um, that one is kind of like a little bit. If you lean into his story, he's the one that feels like the anti-hero of the game. Yeah, like, for, for sure. Because he's not. He's doing it to get out of just a really bad life because he lives in the hood and all that. Versus Michael, who's doing it just to get his thrill of his old past life back. And Trevor, that's who it is, uh, is doing it just because he likes killing people. So. <laughs> you see, there but, you go. Awesome. Um, but you guys want to do this? I do. Okay. What, what are we? Yeah. We're doing it. Hey, will you just. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go 90 <laughs> minutes on this game. I, I will. I will. 
You, you ever seen a... Um, I will put my skull through yours <laughs> in frustration. We will tap the out. <laughs> I am right. interested in this game. It looks interesting. It is very interesting. Boo. All right. <laughs> Sean hates it, think. Uh, let's do this. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is. What is the topic, guys? Return to Cobra Kai. <laughs> Return of the Obra Din. Miya- take- Miyagi uh, Dojo. <laughs> This is a wrong country. Before you do this, I, I forgot to mention. Yeah. I, I watched Royal Rumble over the weekend. Did you? I wow. Did. I did. You were the other did person. You, uh, did you do the free trial of the WWE yeah. Network? I did no, that I, I watched it with Adam and Cameron. Adam. Who, uh, who and who? Yeah. Adam. You know Adam and Cameron. I know Adam. Okay. And we'll just Cam. leave it at that. Yeah. <clears throat> you, don't, you don't meet my real friends. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, he just kind of says, this is what I deal with. And he just would put me out in front of them and they'd be like, oh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I would look at them and be like, oh. But then BK would come over and be like, what up, BK? And be like, what up? What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I did, I did fall asleep during the Royal Rumble part. Oh, the worst Who won part it? to fall asleep. Huh? Who won it? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Aaron somewhere. Yeah, Just not, flip yeah. it. <laughs> Charlotte Flair is huge. Huge. I remember my first uh, WWE event, John. <laughs> no, I, I no, I watched it as a kid and, and a lot in college. I just haven't watched in a long time. Mm-hmm. And Adam invited me over to Cameron's house to watch uh, Royal Rumble. And I'm like, okay, what the did, heck? He's in town. Did you see Rousey? Yeah. Yeah, she, she, she's a good wrestler. She's, she's actually quite... She's popular. Made for I it. was I was Dude, surprised. She's super popular. Yeah. yeah. And apparently the family gave her the blessing for Correct. Rowdy Piper's my yeah. third favorite wrestler of all time. Mm. That's why she's the yeah. Um he learned a bunch of things that we already knew. <clears throat> He's all right. My first is uh Bret Hart. Same. Ugh. I figured that. Yeah. Real men were pink. <laughs> well, it wasn't that. It was more just like it was the perfect age. Like he was the guy when I was about seven because you know hogan had left uh macho man i watched it too chris he wasn't the guy no he was that guy who had to be the transition remember you're older than me too but we still watch the same wrestling at the same time you see there's this thing called the champion are you serious right now (laughs) but yeah he had about that four-year period where it was pretty much him and then they started building up Shawn michaels uh Towards the back half of it, heartbreak hit, and then HBK. finally, and then finally, all the real talent came, and and I have to say, save that whole entire company. The <laughs> Attitude Era, John. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold, Rock, Steve Austin. Did Stone Cold have any talent per se? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I know he had the presence. He had the he had he had he had the ability to engage the audience and all that stuff. But I don't know that he was technical like yes. the way Bret Hart was. Both Bret Hart and Steve Austin have gone record saying their favorite match <laughs> was WrestleMania 13 oh, together. Okay, okay, okay. They were very big fans was of each other. <laughs> but uh anyways, <laughs> speaking of technical, <laughs> uh yeah, return the overdue. Oh, this Cobra is the pivot Kai. to the game. Cobra yes. Look at that. Kai. No, no. Sweep the leg, Johnny. You're the best. And everyone no, right now is like, what the hell is Return of the Oberdin? Right? 
Well, we're going to let you talk about. Yeah, I um, this game was off my radar, and it's kind of shocking it was because I played this dude's first game, Papers, Please, which was like probably the best. Like, you know, Steam has a bunch of those single developer games that are out there that most people pass over, and that was one of the few that rose above. And when I played that, I was like, dear God, this is genius. Like, this guy. Papers, made- Please? Yes, that game is says more about society and choice than most games that say they mm-hmm. offer choice in a game really give you like where it's like, what you want to do today? Do you want to save your family or do you want to kill someone who's coming through here? Because you're going to have to do one or the other. You can't have both. Took place in like, Russia, didn't it? Yes, yeah, so like a Russia Soviet like <clears throat> country where you had to be this guy through immigration, clear people, and you had a certain amount of money you got, and if you ran out of money you would be sent to the camps to die. So, of course, you don't earn enough the money. Gulags. Like, legitly, you don't earn enough money. Oh, Sean Connery-ish. It was a little. <laughs> you didn't earn enough money, so you had to start figuring out, like, <clears throat> okay, who can I sneak through for some extra cash on the side? But if you get caught, you're screwed anyway. So, you know, it's it was a very, very hard game to play and very tense. You only had, like, 10 seconds to look over everything and figure out what was the right call. First person? Uh, yeah, kind of like you just have a person in front of you. You don't ever see yourself. Graphically impressive? No, no, no. I mean, no. like, it's not meant to be that kind of game. It's more about the choices and all that. Gotcha. Um, but uh, this is the same guy, and it came out last year, and I I completely missed it. And then we started like <clears throat> seeing all the Game of the Year awards come out, and everything I was looking at seemed like I kept seeing one name on there for PC games. It was Return of the Overdin. And so I started researching. I'm like, oh, that's Lucas Pope's new game. I was like, okay, I need to check this out. So I picked it up during our Christmas break and played it throughout the whole week. Took me a week to beat it. Um, And I was very uh, conflicted what to do because we hadn't talked about it on the show. But, you know, of course, I knew our first episode when we got back was going to be our best games of 2018. And where I was like, well, the game came out in 2018. And I was like, and it was... Very hard to say, like, I, I definitely considered it for my top five, but I also thought, I'm like, I have had zero time to, like, let this game kind of marinate if I just do this, right? It'd like a, a good marination. Yeah, it's good to let things, like, Sometimes you know. necessary. That was how I knew how much I loved Celeste was when I came back at the end of the year and said, this little tiny indie thing that I played in January, where I played a bunch of those games at the beginning of the year last year, that was the one thing that easily stuck with me of all those games for the rest of the year. So that's impressive. That's how you know in your heart you appreciate it. Talk about a pretentious game. Very impressive. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just Just joking. Just kidding. We do jokes here sometimes, people. But so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I definitely consider it, but I said, I'm not going to put it here. I'll give it a shout out. But I said, I want to make sure we do an episode on this because this is the kind of game I want to sell to people. Like, that if you like games like this, this is so cool to check out because yeah. there is truly nothing. You will not play another game like this. Tell, tell the audience about the hissy fit you pulled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's not, I know we're, we're, we're uh, there was hey. there was someone else. There was another side to that hissy fit. Hey, just breathe. That's just a joke. That's anyways, all it is. Anyways, but um, pretentious. What uh, what this game is is it takes place in the 1800s, right? Boom. You are a guy who is a. And, like, yeah, when you read this on the surface, it does not yeah, sound I read exciting. the Wikipedia page on it. I yeah. was like, Ugh. Okay, so Did the idea. Read it going, boo. Yeah, every, 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 <laughs> boo. So you are an insurance 
adjuster for an insurance company, right? <laughs> it Insert, sounds right, amazing. right, yeah, like it where does. you're just starting out. <laughs> the idea is that I believe it's in. <laughs> I believe the year is 1800. A ship called the Oberdin yeah. leaves port in England and sails towards the New World and is never heard from. And then finally, four years later, with no warning, no notice, it just shows up in port. No one on board. What country? Completely in, back in London. And uh, you shortly after it comes in the port, your insurance company receives a box. And in the, in the box. What's in the box? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's in the box. In the box <laughs> is a uh, journal slash ledger, um, a compass, and a letter. And the letter basically says, hey, take these Does two. It start off with hey? <laughs> yeah. Take these two things. Hey. <laughs> take this letter or take this, uh, this journal and this compass. Go to the ship. And tell and find out exactly what happened to all the people who were passengers on that ship. And you don't know who sent you. How the big box? was the ship? You have like it's got initials, but that's it. It's a lot yeah. of people. Uh, it was like something like sixty-five people, I think, there on the whole entire uh, crew. Like when you open it up, you see like a list of the all the positions that are on the ship, who the name, what their names are, and um, like what their nationality is, what their you know what their role was. And then like you go to the next page and there's a painting of a couple of key moments here, uh, but you don't know who is who, right? You know, you're just looking, but you can kind of like gleam it. And it's like when they're sentencing someone to death on, uh, on ship and everyone's being forced to watch because that's what they did back then. Right. Um, and that's about it. Like you have all these chapters, but they're blank. You just don't know what it is. So you go on ship and the first thing you do is you start walking around until you find a uh, a pile of bones. And then all of a sudden, the compass you have starts rattling. And you open it. And all of a sudden, the screen goes black, right? And you'll start to hear dialogue. You don't know who's saying it because the screen's black. But you'll hear, like, I'm going to take you out. I'm done. And, like, they keep talking. And all of a sudden, boom, you hear a gunshot. And all of a sudden, the screen comes back to life, Right? And you see a guy who's shooting off a gun and another guy who's getting hit by the bullet falling back. And if there are any spectators around who are there, what they are doing at that exact moment of death. So basically the compass is kind of like your time portal into the past of moments of death. And what you have to do is you have to go through and start looking at all your surroundings, right? So, like, first you look at the person who is shooting. If you focus in on them, it'll pull up that painting and show you who in that painting that is right there, right? And after that, you can go and do that for each person. Then after you've kind of observed everything, it fades back out and you go to the ledger and it kind of starts to fill in things like, who is this person? How did they die? Is this These all be- supernatural? Is that new? No. Uh, not there, really. There's a little bit to it, but no. But you, um, I guess uh, how do you how do you hear what happened? What is that? Uh, because so magic be of some, the sea. Okay, so there is some <laughs> yeah, supernatural. Yeah. yeah, like it's not well, over the, the top, but you know that's the gimmick, right? There, there's like a. a and I just pulled up the wiki page again, and I remember reading this when he we were going to cover it, and it's it's a detective kind of vibe to it where you have to kind of deduce. Yes, these things would happen, but he did. Did Chris tell you? About hmm. a specific tool you use? Yeah, the compass. What's it called, Chris? That's kind of cool. Uh, I don't remember the name. Well, I do, Chris. Because you got the Wikipedia? 
What's it called? The Memento. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mortem. Okay. Well, there you go. That's what it's called. Is there any? And it's a stopwatch, Chris. Is it a stopwatch? It's I not a remember. compass. <clears throat> I couldn't remember. I'm just uh, messing with you. It's a, it looks like a. Yeah. It's yeah. been like three weeks, man. Uh, but yeah, you have to start to pee. Like when you go back to the journal, it'll say, <laughs> who is this person? How did they die? Who was your daddy? <laughs> and what does he do? And they'll do? say, this happened at this point. You know, like of the journey. This is where the ship was when this happened. Uh, This is where he was on the ship where he died, you know. Um, And then it'll say these people were also present. But, of course, right now they're all blank because you started off and you don't know. So then, like, after you do that, it kind of you're filling in a chapter and every chapter starts from the back or from the very last part and kind of goes backwards in time. So, okay, now that I've gone and seen this first death, well, while that was happening, it was kind of also saying up, uh, I found this other body over here of this person who was already dead. So now I click on him and I'm opening up his thing and it's kind of a repeating cycle. And you think it's going to be simple at first, right? You think like, okay, obviously someone's going to be like, I'm the captain and I'm shooting you in the face, John it's Wilson. Like it's not at all. <laughs> you, you just have to start to. I'm the captain. <laughs> you have to start to just kind of gleam it from observing and after a while after you've observed a person long enough it will eventually allow you to start to fill in the blanks of their identity like to take a guess who it is but it doesn't tell you right away if you're right the way the game works and the reason why it's kind of a challenge of observation is that you're only confirmed if you have the fates right of uh, people on the ship if you do three of them right so you have to get three right before it will be like, oh, hey, yep, you got three more fates solved, and these are where they are, and we'll, they change the ink from kind of a like a pencil cursive to all of a sudden now it's like stamped in fact, you know, actual type print. So that's how you know you're right. Uh, and you just, it, it's a game that like at first I thought I was like, this is going to get old quick, you know, doing this. Get old quick? Like get old, like because I'm like, how many people can, or like how many creative ways can they do this, right? Uh, and you quickly start to realize after I would say the first chapter of it that no, 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 no. This is not going to be some simple little thing and it's not going to simply be gleaming basic details there. This is truly a game for if you want to feel like a detective, like I can go and I can look at the whole entire scenario of like my surroundings, right. And start to gleam people's personalities, not because they're telling me something way obvious, but because I start trying to pick up of details of like, well, who would be naturally in this area? You know, what kind of the way they look like, what kind of uh, country do I think they're from? You know, they're not talking like, who's that? Does he look like someone like there's a bunch of people from China on here. So you look like he's Chinese. Um, do these kind of people that have that job look like they would be in this part of the ship? Uh, because you need to start to identify those so that when maybe their moment of death actually does come up, you have the ability to then say, okay, I already know who he is. So I just have to figure out how he died. I don't need to glean from this one memory right now. You find yourself jumping from memory to memory back and forth again and again. So you can come back and be like, wait a minute. I think this might be one thing. Let me go over here back to this memory to start to figure out uh, based on that, if it makes sense, like that he would be right here. And what was he doing again over here? You start to 
piece things together. But it is that game of like Sherlock Holmes of being able, or was it? Um, Deduction? From, no, uh, Agatha Christie's main character, uh, oh. Hercule, right? Yeah, Perot. I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, like, yeah, but like those kind of guys, like where it's truly going around and, and starting to figure out logical answers based on uh, deduction of, you know, educated guesses to kind of get it. Like where I might not know who all these Chinese people are right away, but they're all together. So let me see. And I already know how a bunch of them I've already labeled how each of them have already died. So let me start shuffling around these names to see if I can't get the right combination of three of them. And, and then the one remainder I'll know, even though I can't cross them off certain, it will be recorded and I can move on to the next thing. I can imagine why you're an insurance adjuster, but why are you an insurance adjuster? Just because you're you're basically doing this to figure out settlements for all the people who died on the ship. Gotcha. Because, okay. you know, of course, back in the day, especially on the ship, like, for instance, if you performed a mutiny, they're not going to pay out a settlement to your family. More than likely, they're going to actually charge you uh, a fee for the fact that you performed mutiny, right? That's not good for you sure. <laughs> or your family. That's the way it worked back then. This kind of reminds me of Tacoma a little bit. I could see that. I could definitely see. I haven't going, played it. When you go in and you're you go into a space station and you're watching holograms play out scenarios on you know pieces here and there throughout the space station about what actually happened on the ship. Yeah. Um, there's it, not a lot of puzzle to it like you're talking about. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. Uh, the other thing that's really cool about this game is that it takes back <clears throat> aesthetically to a time that, of course, is long for, forgotten. The time of like. Uh, classic Lisa two Macintosh and um, and like you know Commodore sixty four and all those kinds of early or late eighties to before no, Windows. No, that, that's comes a big up. thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. They say right, and I remember reading this, thinking that could be cool. Is that it's a um, it's like the one bit monochromatic <clears throat> graphical style inspired by games on early Macintosh systems, like you said. Correct. And it's got that weird, like that weird look, but I bet it runs so good. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. And like in new age technology using that old look. You know what I mean? Kind of black and white, but not. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Like, a, almost can, like a more advanced Game Boy screen. You can tell what like I was that. searching. Like here, I'm trying to find mm. a good image of it. Yeah. Like just stuff like this. Like this looks great when you're actually in the game walking around night um, yeah. because it's taking place at night when you're in the main and time. You know it's not, yeah. Looks like trash. <laughs> uh, but the fact that it like moves around the way it does, like here's kind of the idea of like what one of these death images <clears throat> looks like here, like where you see these two dudes are doing battle and this one guy's getting his throat slit. So you kind of, you just have to go through and figure out what's the right combination of these. And, and there's so many different combinations. It took me, a good while of trial of error on some of those. Like I would have the people right, but having the precise way they wanted it labeled for the death uh, sometimes was a little bit tricky. <laughs> yeah, had I had to fiddle around and, and knowing which one is right versus <clears throat> which is wrong when you know you have three people solved in your eyes. That's a that's a wonderful uh, experiment in faith and in switching out tiles. If well, you will. it's incredibly accurate. Because back in the early 1800s, there was no color. This is true. Color did not exist. It was everything was black and white. <laughs> That's the way it worked. Captured that, nailed it. Yes, um, but as you go through, um, <clears throat> you also start to get 
a good piece of like what actually went on in this journey. Um, the actual main mystery to everything, like what was causing these events of death. And like, it, it goes to so many crazy places. Like the first one is so classic mutiny direct that when you get to the second one and you see a huge, uh, let's just say sea monster hanging out above you, <laughs> it's quite a shock. And just to see how well you could make that in this kind of, um, art style and, and, you know, graphic style. Uh, it, it, did you, uh, it's shocking to see. Did you play her story? Uh, yes, I did. A lot of people I read, um, people compared it to that. I could definitely see Is that. Is it ish? To yes. That? It's that, it's that, it's that game where they don't really just give you a hint system in any way. Right. It is either you have to pick up on the clues and, and make logical jumps from it, or else you're just going to have to start going through and plugging things away, which is why I appreciate this, where there's not just one button that's like a win thing for you, kind of like in a game like that, right? Uh, Whereas like when you're playing her story, you can kind of just click on each thing until you finally find the right thing Uh, to go through. This is, yeah, because of the fact that you have to get three things at right and like each person will have their name, how they died, and then on top of that, if they died from like a beast or uh, another person, you have to identify that other person too and have their name correct to finally he get said to a beast, Joe. Yeah, yeah. There, there might be some beasts in this game. There's some scary beasts. Speaking of deductive reasoning, huh? <laughs> um, oh yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Actually, I'll show you a picture of it. If you want to see some cool pictures of it, if you have the power of the internet, all Chris has done is typed in "Return of the Obra." Den and he searched up uh, images, and you can see some of what the game looks like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, so there's, there's, that's one of those things. spoilers ripping. Yeah, well, it is called spoiler media, right that's there, right. John. Yeah. <laughs> or these dudes. Oh, yeah, they come riding. Uh, but there's all sorts of cool like lore in this game, and you. The big thing is that what happened, you guys. Did you ever get chills playing it? Was it kind of freaky? There are some parts that are very freaky to it. Yes, it's not like to any point. It's not like the current game that I'm playing that we're talking about next week. But um, yeah. that came out that 20 kind. years ago. Yeah, we're really going. We're starting off well here. Everything is like <laughs> technically something from a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> in 2019. Um, but he looks silly on that spider. That's not a spider. That's not a spider, John. Yeah. What is it? Think of the sea. What well, has eight legs? And claws, John. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a crab. That's a spider crab. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I said spider. I was half right. Your face is half right. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. How long is the game? Um, like I said, it took me about a week to be playing a little bit at a time. So I would say... Probably most people, unless you just suck at these kind of games, I think if you want the full picture, like the complete, which I would totally tell everyone, like there's a way to end the game. Like there's a point when you can finally leave the ship and say your work as far as you think is done. But if you don't have every fate solved, you will not know what uh, what the real ending is to it. Like what was the main thing that happened that kind of set everything off and why the ship was able to get home, all that kind of mystery. Um, so 
it is a game that I would say most people will probably take them eight to ten hours their first playthrough uh, doing mm, it. That's um, robust. How much yeah. did it cost you? Uh, it was like 20 bucks. On Steam? Yeah. So yeah. I, I definitely felt like I got my money's worth. And, <clears throat> you know, last year was kind of light for puzzle games, like, you know, mystery and all that logical yeah, thinking. And you know me, I like these kind of games. This so. is this the the whole puzzle aspect um, with deductive reasoning, if you will, taking an analytical approach to some thought. This is right up your alley. I mean, not the, we we say it's on PC, but one thing that we think is it may be coming to a system. Yeah, I'm um, sure it might. console. So I mean, the, the thing about that is that it's like it's a game that is again primarily made by one guy. So uh, he put Papers, Please out on a number of platforms, if I recall, back when that released. But I'm sure he'll do the same here. But just like before, I'm sure it's going to take a little while uh, uh, for not, it to get I'm out. not sure this game will run on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I man. think it's literally 350 KB. He's <laughs> the file size. <laughs> like, like Chris said, dude, he, he played it because we heard great things and we kept seeing it. Yeah. Um, it's got an amazing score on your Metacritic sites. If you go to your other gaming sites, it they praise high for it. It's been nominated for a ton of awards. If you if you watch the Game Awards, it didn't win Best Indie, um, but it was nominated for it. And, but it did win Best Art Direction, which was yeah. kind of cool. Um, there's still a ton of awards pending for it. I mean, you don't see games like this with this much praise that are just <clears throat> pieces of crap. It may not. <laughs> be, it may. Not, well, you might. There was an egg that took over Instagram for a little while. Um, but when you when you have games like this, and you have like right now, if you have a PC and Steam, play it, dude. Like, what's what's twenty bucks for like an experience, right? Yeah, you're probably going to spend more than twenty bucks to go watch a movie and eat popcorn and everything. Yeah, it's just I think this is something that looks cool. Yeah, I, I tell people like once you actually start playing this game, looking you're like this is impressive that one guy makes this. Um, I don't like time. his overlay, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, the uh, the streamer here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. So yeah, this is like the portal you take to go back to the modern time, if you will. How dope is that? And then now you see there's his body on the ground. So and you don't have your memento watch thing. <laughs> yeah, he's put it away. But if he goes and he finds another body, then he would pull it out and then you can. Yeah, he will. Yeah, oh. you know. See, that's a loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Subtle. it's hard to see things. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the art style, right? It was it, intentional. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but at the I same, ain't gonna lie. I I, I said I, I read it and boo and all that stuff. But I, pulling it up now while you're talking, looking at that wiki page, I remember thinking, man, I gave Chris a bunch of crap for wanting to cover this game, but it does sound super cool. I did not watch live action videos, like AKA a stream of somebody playing it, to see the art style in action, and it looks super dope. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that comment says my heart will go on. <laughs> that's funny see now he's going down to the next deck and you start to see deck. like he said deck everything here is uh look at all them cannons it's it's a mystery you know and even finding some of these bodies like you have to really <clears throat> kind of work and just notice the one little tiny fly that's floating somewhere because like oh wait they got murdered in the boards or something <laughs> like their bodies in a crate <laughs> i don't know see if thieves looks a little better than this <laughs> that is true that is true but um yeah, I think this game just kind of proves that not everything has to be a triple A title with the greatest, you know, pure 
fluidity of of gameplay and and action and you know oh. graphic excitements to be something that is compelling and really interesting. One one of the other things I'll give a lot of props is the uh, the voice actors in here. They're dope. They they sound something that's very akin to that era. You know, they sound like they belong on the ship uh, sailing across the Atlantic Ocean. And just, I mean, this is that, gr- that comment right there from that guy. Where the f bomb was the captain? <laughs> That's funny because apparently during the stream, if you hear certain things and your stuff's going on, you're like, "Where's the captain?" Yeah. Um, what I was gonna say, dude, like, there's a ton of indies out there. Sure. Then not all of them are like you know, gems. Yeah. This appears to be one of those where like, if you like indie titles, this is a gem. Check would, it out. You know we. We keep talking about like uh, Microsoft trying to acquire things, right? Um, Lucas Pope might be that person who's above being signed on to one thing just because he seems to. He's like, for instance, like this: if you after making Papers Please, he admitted he was only able to make this game because Paper Ple- Papers Please sold so well over time, right? And it's like if you went to a ahead of a studio and he said i'm going to make a game where i'm an insurance adjuster in the early 1800s as i explore a ship in striking commodore 64 graphics um i think halo 6 baby yeah every single person would have been like huh but uh there's part of me that hopes that like someone like philip uh or phil spencer if even if it's just like hey we will fund your next game whatever you want to make you just let us know I'd really would like it for someone to pick him up and and say, here is funding for your own studio. Go make the game you want to make and just tell us when it's done and uh, we'll put it out there. You know, that'd be really cool because this dude seems, you know, has made two games now and both of them in terms of art style direction and just like what he wanted to accomplish with them. I think they're, you know, you could tell he's one of the better game creators out there. It's just really hard to argue against that, even if they're not things that will ever be insanely popular. Hey, is his hand supposed to be shaking like that? Is he nervous? Yes, yes. That's how um, when you're that kind of tells you what he's doing, that there's a body he needs to find. Actually, he just missed oh, it. Of, it's, it's behind kind of, him. It's kind yeah. of an indicator. Okay. Yeah, it's an like in if you actually listen to it. Well, it probably won't come through the, the channel, will it? He says. Oh God, this guy! Hey, you might not want to because his stream might cuss. You hear me? Hold on. He didn't hear me. I did. I'm just trying to find it. Yeah, it's probably not worth it, Chris. Say because he's gonna be doing some talking. Yeah. And when old F Bomb McGee comes out, <laughs> well, where I got B Boy over here. <laughs> That's B-boy. funny because that's like a dancer. <laughs> I like B Boy. Yeah. Um, like but B- we need to isolate that. I like B Boy. <laughs> <laughs> get a high resolution yeah. resolution of it. Um, let me get back over to our main thing here. Wow. So I found a way to make this go for thirty minutes. You did fine. It, that's it, actually, it actually wasn't as boring as I thought. I yeah. Mean, I was I was interactive with the uh, with the throw out you know wiki page plus what you were saying and you threw some visuals in. Once you see the visuals, it you're works. Like, wow, yeah, it works. It's impressive. Um, but yeah, Richard, score wise, uh, I'd give this a solid nine point five for a dude who makes this by himself. I I can't make something like that early. It takes me all day to. It, I spent all day today trying to make a spreadsheet work and data pull the way I want to. This dude makes a game like that. 
by himself. I feel you. <laughs> and um, then hire some voice actors. Is That's it on what he does. the uh, Is it on the way too early 2019 game of the year list? Well, it came out in 2018. So <laughs> if it comes out for console, <laughs> well, if uh, if if Capcom picks it up and puts out a recreation of it where it's actually on a uh, Windows 95 PC running. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll consider it for this year, but I mean, who knows? Maybe it will be one of those things that if this year is the letdown year after the amazing year of last year, right? I know. I think we're gonna have three great years in a row. Game of the year, days gone. <laughs> it might be. You never know. You never know, right? Maybe I'm that's excited about it. Now. I know what game's not gonna be played in 2019. Death Stranding. No. Oh, it's it's Horizon Zero Dawn. No. By you? No. <laughs> what? We'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm dumb. (laughs) I'm so dumb. So dumb. Pivot. (laughs) You guys want to do this news? Uh, Sure. Why are you so confused? (laughs) Because I was looking at John and he looked like he was well John's already ready to pee again that's that's how you know he's ready for <laughs> that's what I, th- I thought he was going to do. <laughs> he's like giving us the the thumbs up like he as soon as I say he just went instinctively for the headphones to be like ah it's time for it's me time. to go get a break let's do it I got a prostate the size of a bagel <laughs> I feel nothing. like this that means is nothing <laughs> we're kind of training right. you like a, a way of a dog like you know that when we pause it, that tells you. Yeah. <laughs> Is it one of those everything bagels from like New York? Those are the best. Those are. Those are the best bagels ever. They are. Because they got everything. They got the poppy they, seeds. They got and everything the on them. And sesame they're from New York. seeds. They're stuffed in the water, bro. Picture a bagel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now replace it with my prostate. And double it. <laughs> Man, that would be cancer. <laughs> I have no I have no prostate problems. Okay. Well, right. uh, John, go pee. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. <gasps> news. news! It's the news. We peeked. <laughs> we did peek a little bit. It's fine. Who cares? John, we care. You Ooh, don't care. Don't pretend like you care now. You don't care. Do you care. never have cared. I've always cared. More Read the news. More. Read the thing. I care about technicalities. He raised his hands as if to say that was a pivot, and it kind of was. <laughs> Chris wins on a technicality. Uh, according to NPD numbers for December, Red Dead Redemption 2 was the best-selling game of 2018 in the United States. Did that sink in a little bit? Everybody hear that? Boom. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was the best-selling game of December. NPD analyst Matt Piscatella took the Twitter to confirm the data while noting that digital sales could have very well placed COD above Red Dead in overall sales for 2019. But we'll never know. But we'll, the, as far as this show is concerned, we'll never know. Well, then, plus... Uh, Even though we will know. Was we'll, it? We'll know. Battle, we'll know by net. March. By March. Well, Battle.net never... Uh, they never release data, right? Like, wow, never releases that right. data. Or we just know that. it's millions. They'll just yeah. say something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for December... Do you guys want me to go from top to bottom, bottom to top? Was it matter? Doesn't matter to me. All right, we'll start at the bottom. So starting ten up, Marvelman, Marvelman's, Marvelman Spider, <laughs> Marvel Spider Man, Spider Man, uh, Pokemon, Let's Go Pikachu, Super Mario Party, Madden NFL nineteen, <clears throat> Mario Kart eight, NBA two K nineteen, Battlefield four, and your uh, top three starting at three: Call of Duty, Black Ops four. <clears throat> two Red Dead Redemption 2 and like we said Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, 1 December for the year starting from the bottom so these are your 10 Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, Monster Hunter World Ooh. God of War the 2018 version guys yeah. 
In case you were confused. I just copied the article. Uh, Far Cry 5, Marvel Spider-Man, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Madden NFL 19, and your three best games as far as sales for the year, NBA 2K19, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. Very nice. Uh, I'm glad to see NBA 2K up there again. Yeah. It's, they, are, uh, uh, they are a juggernaut uh, of sports world for America, at least. For um, America. Yeah, for America. It's crazy, like, if we did compare this to the world, how different that list may be. Because you, you, you know a FIFA title is going to be in there. Yeah, yeah, um, probably so. And there may be some other stuff maybe organized a little differently on the rankings. But there you have it. Yeah. Um, the data's in. Actually, the big thing there, uh, Smash Bros., not only being number one this month, but then finding, you know... Top having, five for the year. Yeah, for yeah. the year, which just tells you how well the Switch must have been performing. Three above God of War. Yeah, it had to be balling out of control, right, guys? Right. Well, as it happened, Switch was the best-selling console of 2018. Well, there you go. That's a fun fact. Nintendo Switch overtook the PlayStation 4 as the best-selling console of 2018 in the United States. Estados Unidos. Nintendo Switch has reached the highest annual sales, both in dollar sales and units sold for any hardware platform since PS4 broke the previous record in 2015. It seems that the Switch found its success during the holiday, pushing it ahead of PS4 thanks to the release of Pokemon and Smash. I believe that. I really yeah, do. Yeah, it was, it was looking behind before October hit. Yeah. Yeah. PS4 had a bunch of good months. <clears throat> so that's, that's 22 that million. <laughs> that is 22 million sold so far. What was their goal for for March? One million. No, <laughs> by March, because they wanted to resu- they wanted to sell a ridiculous amount worldwide for the yeah, year. We report- it wasn't like it wasn't even like oh hey we want to have twenty five million all time for Switch. It was like no twenty five million or something like that right for for just twenty eighteen physical year. Wasn't that right? We have to look back on the know. facts, but I, I don't I, remember I, it's something about it. like that. It was something quite ambitious. Yeah, it was like sure. twenty to twenty-five million. I just don't remember which one it was. And I so. can understand their confidence if they knew a Pokemon game was coming out. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. I'm sure they'll tell us in March if they hit it, or else they just won't say anything. We're like, we had a great year. <laughs> Life is good, <laughs> right? <laughs> we were the top-selling console <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> what about that uh, projection? What? <laughs> Metroid's coming in 20. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yeah. maybe Switch should get some some element of boo. No, no, no. Far, yeah. far, I was far, actually going to do that. Far Cry gets RPG elements. Uh, the biggest update to hit Far Cry New Dawn is that it feels like more of an RPG rather than a first person action game. Enemies now have health bars and difficulty ratings. And all of your attacks now feature hit point counters to show just how much damage you're dealing. While the systems aren't as complex as traditional RPGs, weapons and enemies gain power in tiers instead of incrementally via levels or component upgrades. Hmm. The developers describe this as a subtle way of making the world (laughs) seem more deadly and coercing us to invest more time in it. I'm wondering if that might be a a hit addition-wise to this game. Mm. <clears throat> there were because some people are just assuming that it's yeah glorified DLC. I mean, for the most, it's it feels very much like Blood Dragon or or even Primal, where it's like okay, you have this assets that you built, and you're just kind of 
finding a new way to use them here. Like, cause I think they've already said like, it is the same map as last time they said mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. is Hope County. So. And Primal was the same map as four. I think I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, I'm trying to think here. This could be good or it could be bad. I would have to wait and see because <laughs> always good. Uh, it was the last one I felt more than most of them. It really felt like it had that problem of even though you were getting more powerful, technically, you never really felt like you were just that much more powerful because of the way the uh, enemies in the world would kind of level up and increase as you went on your journey. So when you finally did encounter them, it's like, oh, wait, they have all these things that I have now, too. So, uh, you know, versus maybe like in three where it was a little bit of the opposite scenario where like as you got to the back half, you felt way too powerful if you had been investing your time in leveling up. That's the one thing. That's the one knock I would have against Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I want to be rewarded for leveling up. And I, I agree. want to feel powerful. So if I go back to a certain area, kind of mm-hmm. like Origins, um, you go back to a certain area, you can dominate those enemies. For because sure. you earn that. And, yeah. But, but you know, they, keep, they kept scaling up everybody's difficulty. Well, didn't they add that easy mode in for that? <laughs> like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, they made it so I think so they did that, something. But yeah. what's, what, it's ironic that in Origins, people are actually complaining about the fact that you could go back and mm. not have any difficulty with enemies. So they for put sure. an update in that to scale everybody up. And now when they released Odyssey, everybody was complaining the opposite way. It's fascinating. It's kind of like, yeah, it's a no-win scenario for them. Um you're you're gonna have people that want it both ways. I want it both ways. I think the wow. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care how they are in the end. Yeah. It's more of like with with something like Assassin's Creed. It's more of like are they gating you off from getting where you want to go because of enemies? That that's more of the driver for yeah, me. That's, that's the problem. True. That's true. Yeah. 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 You know what's also true? Uh you can wear a lot of suits in Assassin's Creed. You can. You can. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I rescued it. <laughs> yeah. You can also wear a lot of suits in Spider-Man. <gasps> yeah, you got a Yeah, you get a few of those. You get two new more now. What? Two new more? Two more? Two, two new, new more works, dude. New two more? Two no more. The People's Game of the Year <laughs> has received more suits added to its already large wardrobe. Huge. <laughs> two Fantastic Four themed suits have been added. The Bombastic Bagman suit and yeah. Future Foundation suit. Bombastic yeah. Bagman suit is pulled from the amazing Spider-Man 258 in which the Fantastic Four helped Peter Parker remove the symbiotic costume and gave him a Fantastic Four outfit to wear in its place. The second suit celebrates the moment Spider-Man joined the fine. Uh, the fine, Fantastic Four. When, did, when does uh, the Spider-Man movie come out? <clears throat> The new one? July. Mm-hmm. June or July, yeah. That's one of the year. Guys, there's a lot of rumor going around. <gasps> Fantastic Four rebootishness. Well, yeah. Because they own now. Mm-hmm. They brought back the comic and everything. This is... Uh, they bring it in Fantastic Four? They, they, people want to see it done right. They want to see the Silver Surfer actually, like, legit mm. cool like he is. Now, I would, I would think it would be more likely that they would tease it. With uh, Infinity yeah. War than, than yeah, Sp- Spiderman. But you never know. Wait a minute. Did you have a problem with the fact that Galactus was a cloud? <laughs> yes. Didn't we all? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> I did. There was a lot of problems with those movies. but Yeah, that uh, movie was not epic. I don't think there's been a Boo. great <laughs> Fantastic Four movie yet. So I hope I hope it happens. 
Um, glad to see that they're kind of coming back out, right? And that they're uh, if oh. like they said they said originally. <laughs> no, that's real. Because I remember they said back in uh, when they were making this game, they wanted to put Baxter Building in the game, you know, because it's in New York, right? And they couldn't do it because of the. The I guess the settlement hadn't happened yet, so Marvel was. Why'd very you wave your hands like that? <laughs> they'll never know what it is. <laughs> could be like this. So weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't understand. That's awesome. Well, it's going to be epic regardless yeah. of what they do. Yeah. yeah. What else would be epic? Uh, since now we all have said epic, and y'all just steamrolled over when I did. I just I just lobbed it up for yeah, you. Yeah, you did. Um, Metro Exodus will be epic, huh? Yeah, it will. Uh, epic Games and Deep Silver. Yeah, (laughs) announced that the digital distribution of the PC version of Metro Exodus (laughs) you ran out of air will be released please give him crap listeners I I said the word right I just ran out of air it doesn't matter you failed I didn't I'm still reading it Uh, will be released exclusively through the Epic Game Store bypassing Steam for anyone who hasn't pre-ordered it already this is not the first incident of this, uh, as Epic Games is only taking a 12% revenue share of sales through the service. Metro Exodus will be selling for $50 through the Epic Games store. If customers have already bought the game through Steam, Deep Silver yeah, will honor all prior sales of the game through the service. Yeah. That's I, sweet of them. Steam was uh, very pissed off about this. So if we told, if we hinted that maybe the game was going to be awesome as far as Epic goes, mm-hmm. and I, we don't know yet, but it's going to definitely be Epic, as I just said. We definitely don't know if it's going to be awesome. I think yet. this, but it keeps... <laughs> There's this, concerns. This keeps feeding that narrative that, I mean, Epic is definitely playing to make their, you know, to make their presence known, uh, because I'm sure they had to go out there and and offer a very nice deal to them to get this to happen. Uh, I'm sure they probably gave them a lot of money, which I wouldn't be surprised if Deep Silver gladly is taking just because they will wonder how much exactly this game is going to make at its release, given its tough launch window, right? Um, But Steam was pretty pissed off at this just because this, this is the first time you've had a game that was announced and was on the Steam store now get pulled off because of all this political drama going on in the background uh, and denying their customer or denying people who maybe they want to have this in their Steam collection and were waiting a little bit closer to release date to finally purchase it, you know, see some reviews or something. Uh, now what, they they have to go get a different app and, uh, and go through there. What's Steam's percent revenue? I think Steam takes like something like 30 or 40%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason why Epic is, you know, Epic is probably losing on this of how much they make off of it of these games are selling right now, but it's it, you know, it's a lot easier to get a bunch of people to come in and then raise it a little bit at a time until you get to an acceptable level than what Steam is where Steam's been this giant in the industry for about 15 years now just able to charge whatever they want and you don't have a choice. You just got to go along with it. Kind of like Nintendo back in the late 80s, early 90s, till Sega figured it out. How dare you? It's true. It is. Sega still <laughs> lost. <laughs> Ten years later. Sega beat themselves, man. Yeah, yeah. Sega uh, had a shot. Jeez. However it was. Yeah. However it was, dude. I, <laughs> I swear, I, I remember a time growing up when being a Super NES kid was not cool. I don't remember that time. I remember buying the Sega Saturn and 
firing it up for the first time, and that was when I went, "Oh no!" A lot and of then it's, I bought a PlayStation. <laughs> a lot of it's centered around the the um, the Mortal Kombat era. Yeah, you're, Street oh, Fighter because you're, you're playing. Well, not even that because yeah, um, on, on the Mortal Kombat versions of Super NES. The blood was turned into sweat. Yeah, it was not or there. some sort of you know. So you were playing the baby version. It was amazing what what kids rag other kids for. Of course, yeah, for Little sure, jerks. John, what'd you get ragged for? Um, Did going they, to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> all the things. Did they ever rag you for the TV shows you watched? Well, no, because I wasn't allowed to watch TV. But speaking of TV, Resident Evil TV show. Ugh. Is in the works. You're not excited about this? I am. It was the thing that happened right before it kind of. (laughs) You have to read it. Netflix is reportedly developing a live action series based on Resident Evil. Per deadline, (laughs) quote, the plan is for the series to expand the uh, the Resident Evil universe and deepen (laughs) the existing mythology. I hear the series will keep the basic premise which also served as a setup for the movie franchise. The drama series will explore the dark inner workings of the Umbrella Corp and the new world order caused by the outbreak of the T-virus. That's an end quote. Makes sense for them to I'd do I'd love this. to see this. Yeah. This sounds like a great idea. Uh, it's, it's easy to forget this, but by far, I mean, even though I don't think many people consider them video game movies, Resident Evil by far is the most successful video game property to ever be sure. made into And a the movie. first one was... I It was all right. Yeah. It just... Kind of went in different It went direction. wacky. Yeah. It, it did its own thing. They were thing. fun. Yeah. They're, they're all fun. They, you know. Capcom's like, is it making money? Yes. Do what you like. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But, um, you know, hey, they did well with Castlevania. Um, I haven't watched that second one Dude, yet, have you? Serious, yes. I need to. It's I really to. great. I but mean, it's a phenomenal show. If it worked for that, I don't see why this wouldn't work either. Yeah, but this is live action, so it's always a challenge. It's hit or miss. Yeah. But you know, half the public wants it. Probably more than that, but I got more <laughs> stats for you. Half of uh, the industry wants to unionize. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) A a recent report is suggesting that nearly half of the game industry professionals think workers should unionize, though less believe this will actually come to pass. The data comes from GDC's State of the Game Industry 2019 report. Boo. Uh, The data (laughs) polls nearly 4,000 developers. In answer to the question, quote, do you think that workers in the video game industry should unionize? question mark end quote uh 47 said yes 26 percent said maybe 16 no and 11 percent don't know they're um that's a large potential pool for uh for unionization there yeah if the math adds <laughs> up that should be 100 percent um and yeah we'll see where that goes uh i can i mean i think it's eventually going to happen in some form <clears throat> i just don't know when um who knows but as it becomes more of a major like industry on the level of movies and other things, those all have in you know all have unions. Music industry has unions. I just I think it's kind of one of those things where eventually <clears throat> it's unavoidable. Like something is going to happen that drives people to go to this. And it sounds like you know even when you read earlier last year, Rockstar and the reports that came out of. Um, 
crunch and all that and them trying to take pride in a hundred hour work week. Um, I just, it's, it's moving forward. It's just, to me, it's a question of when and how much, like what they choose to unionize versus what they don't. But I, Hey, whatever happens, you're going to have some pros, some cons, some good things happen. Maybe even some consequences. You never know. I don't think it's controversial to say this. I mean, if, Mm -hmm. if you unionize, I mean, you need to be ready for some some prices to go up. I mean, if if you're happy with fifty nine ninety nine for video games, then you well, should. Prices need to go up now, right? You can make an argument yeah. for that, but I mean, Detroit was killed by unions. Sure. I mean, the city of Detroit was killed by unions because they demanded higher wages, better working conditions. Mm-hmm. How dare they, right? And Japan and other countries came in and started undercutting costs and making everything easier. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta welcomes all video game developers. You just come on in <laughs> because it's a right to work state. But there are consequences to unionizing. Yeah, but isn't it like you if can you do, a, you do fine. I'm not, you know, just don't it's going to hurt the game. You can be a right to work state, but isn't it like because the industry and the companies themselves aren't based there? Because it, it's like the movie industry here in Georgia now. Those are still all union people. Yeah, you're right. You know, so I would because imagine the companies that yeah. film them are based in other states. Exactly. But if Activision mm-hmm. picked up and moved to Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is feasible, yeah. You know, I mean, you could, I can imagine Activision, EA, a lot of these big companies are going to well, fight this tooth and nail. Actually, they might fight it by. I disagree with you in the sense of them moving just because the logistics of where they are in the country and the risk of moving over there. Like, yes, there are studios that are based on the East Coast and West Coast, right? But, like, the biggest ones, their hubs are always on the West Coast. Why? Because that's where technology is. That's where innovation happens. That's where all that is. And, and to be, you know, half a continent away. It, you know, it's it's it's. A I don't pain. know whether that's true or not. If you say yeah, that's I true, mean, then yeah, I Silicon Valley and all that. There's okay. a reason why it's all over there, and of course, because Where's Japan, EA based. EA is Canada. based in Redmond, as far as like Redmond, the Redmond there. But they also Redmond have Redmond what Redmond, Washington. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know, that's the thing. Like most of them are all pretty much on the <clears> West Coast <throat> for the most part. But then you do have things like, you know, for instance, like their studio Tiburon, which does Madden, is based in Orlando. So, you know, or like Bioware has a studio in Austin. Um, Bethesda, uh, with the dudes who do Prey, they were based in Austin. So they are around, but usually the biggest of the big ones outside of, like when you're talking EA Activision and all them, Microsoft, Sony, um, PlayStation, you know, all, all their best studios, their biggest studios, they are always will locate on the West Coast because if you need a programmer, you literally turn around. There's 20 young kids. They're all coming out of college. We're ready to program and make games for you so you can get the best of the best talent, usually at a discount price, I'm guessing. 47%. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Sean. Is it on you or is it? No. no okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're done uh, It's good. He can talk about consequences. <laughs> John talked about the consequences. Did Sean check of, out? No, he was, I think he was pulling up his Twitter yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, John, you talked about the consequences of unionization. So did I. Am right? I reading this one too? Or did no, he, he read that one? Did he I read, read that. Union, yeah, it John. It's yeah. just been Speak, a long time. Speaking of checking out, <laughs> you now you say that. <laughs> And go. 
Series director. What? That's it? Oh. Consequences of Kingdom Hearts 3 leak. Oh, that one? Yeah. There you go. Consequences of Kingdom Hearts 3 leak. Series director Tetsuya. What's that last name? Nomura. Nomura. (laughs) Says that he is reconsidering simultaneous worldwide release of his games. After four copies of the game were sold prior to release, widespread damage control was forced upon the developer pleading with fans not to leak key story elements of the game. Quote, because of what happened, the risks of a simultaneous worldwide release are high. For any games that I work on henceforth, currently I cannot help but reconsider a simultaneous worldwide release for at the very least the retail package version. Hmm. Ah, well, I can say that we didn't get a leaked copy of this game. No one sent us nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, we would have loved to have played it beforehand. <clears throat> Definitely have been playing for a month. Not here. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. A fun fact. What what? Was, or trivia. John probably knows this. What was the first game to receive a worldwide release? Hmm? What game was the first to receive a worldwide release? release? I don't have no idea. That means hmm? the whole world, John. Yeah, the whole world got it at the same time. <laughs> That's Sonic the Hedgehog too. Worldwide, that's kind of a cool fun fact. Yeah. I'm kind of torn on it for too. a stupid game. Yeah, man, it's considered a legendary. Speaking classic. Speaking of stupid games, ouch, dang! Yeah. You're gonna play this with me though. Absolutely, I, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's how we got on Kingdom Hearts. Uh, if you tried to play Anthem recently during the beta, mm, there has been a statement released for Anthem server issues. Uh, EA has run into some server issues that are currently impacting Anthem's VIP demo. Servers are, this is a quote, servers are getting slammed for the hashtag Anthem game VIP demo right now. The team is working on it as we speak, end quote. Many players were reporting that they could not get into the VIP demo and were instead met with errors. I know some of those players. Uh, the, me. The Redemption website has been running into some issues as well. The latest statement from BioWare reads, quote, the main issue impacting the Anthem VIP demo on PC and PS4 has been resolved. Anyone who has had issue on those platforms should restart the game and attempt to join again. Um, Our team is still working on fixes for some of the issues we're seeing on the good old Xbox One. And that would be an end quote. Yeah, that was me. Um. (laughs) I want to hear about this, but I want to hear about Anthem. Is this game good? We, uh, it's, it's, we don't know yet. So, <laughs> can't get in. So, <laughs> uh, this was from Friday. So, that was the first night of it. And I have to say, there's one criticism I'll give is that, and I actually know what, I don't want to give that criticism because I don't know the answer definitively. But I'll say this I hope they extended it to Monday to make up for Friday. That's, you know, that should, it was supposed to be that a three be day nice. bem, uh, demo. And this isn't supposed to be for both EA Access members and people who had pre-ordered the game. Um, so, you know, these are your potential customers. You know, they're paying, they're basically I, in some way paying to get this right. You should make sure you give them the full package of what you promised, right? Nothing like there's a full a, package. Well, this is a little different for me, man, because it is just a beta. Yeah. yeah, you pre-ordered it to play the beta and you want it to work right, but it is for testing. Yeah, for and sure. They're, they're clearly finding out they had issues. So that, Yeah, that's, that, that's the good thing. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't play Friday night. Um, so I started RE2 instead, which is fun because I was drunk. So that's, that's a really fun game to try to play drunk. Jeez. Right? PBR, he needs some more sent to his address. We'll get with you. Please. Um, <laughs> did they not see the Twitter logo yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I did get in Saturday morning. 
Um, so I don't know if there were any issues. I didn't want to play too much. Like with the beta, I want to get in and just experience it a little bit because I understand this is just a vertical slice of the game. Um, so it's just like, hey, in this short period, can you hook me? And I have to say, once I got in there, um, you start out in the city, and that city is a little bit different. Like you're in first person, you're walking around. You're um, in first person? In the city. When you're in the city. Oh. Yeah. And you're walking around. And I think it's to like help with the conversations with the animations of the face so that they can dedicate more resources to it. But it definitely feels like a real living place. Um, we'll see how the conversations go over the course of 100 hours. It doesn't. From my initial impressions, it doesn't feel like anything in terms of conversation like Mass Effect or, or Dragon Age. But to be fair, those are very different games than what they're going for here. But once I got out there, um, you basically select the mission. You go get into your uh, your javelin. And it just basically starts booting up and, and grouping you with other players if you so choose. You can do a private party if you want. You can go ahead and have that loaded out or just say hey i'm playing private so if you want to play by yourself you can but as soon as i came into the world there was like three other guys with me and i had an item on my map and i just jumped off and started flying to it and within five seconds i was like okay this is cool uh did you feel like iron man i did i definitely did but the part that i give them that's the dream (laughs) the part i give them the most credit for um and i i think is what they needed to nail is that that gunplay feels great. That's like, I, I'm a fan of mass effect threes, uh, combat. I thought it was amazing, but it still wasn't perfect in terms of like compared to like, say gears of war. Well, there's no cover based system in this game. So it feels like they took all that stuff, which can cause problems with cover based systems instead gave you more movement. So you can dodge, you know, you can jump up, you can fly. Right. Um, but the guns, they feel good when you shoot off like your specials. Like Gee, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you shoot, <laughs> when you shoot off your grenades and all these uh, other side pieces, they feel like <laughs> they feel like they have a specific purpose and that they deliver. You know, like it just, it's kind of like Sean. You know how this is. Like I Destiny, do. it feels <laughs> when you do combat in Destiny, it feels right. Yeah. This felt right to Damn. me. I was like, okay, you know what? If the servers run well and I can, you know, even if I don't have Sean and and Tate and Adam or whoever it is like online when I play this game, I feel like I could go out there and do these missions and and have fun. And and that's the important thing for me, Um, which was like my biggest criticism when Destiny started out. It was like if Sean and the other guys weren't online when uh, when I would try to do certain things, it was a cluster. Right. Like you would just bullet sponge or just try to find a way to make it through or more than likely you would die a lot yeah. and that's not fun at all so this seems very promising uh i'm i'm interested to see how some of the other classes play but like i said i only played it for a little bit and then i was like okay I, i'm good you know you know me i'm a bioware homer so i don't it didn't take much to feel like i i'm going to check this out when it comes out and uh i'll return to it when it releases here I'm not sure if I'll do the EA Access 10-day period on on Xbox or 10-hour period on Xbox first just to get an idea of what I want to build and then decide if I'm going to play it on PlayStation or Xbox based on what my friends are doing. We'll see. Is this game... uh, uh, (laughs) Side piece. Uh Is this game (laughs) friendly to single-player-minded folks? I can't tell you right now because I didn't ever play... 
I mean, I did not play too long. Um, and the time I did, I played by myself or I played with a group of people. Mm. I did not play by myself. You should just, uh, but you don't have to have the mic on if you didn't want to, though yeah. it would help you. I think I would imagine when you get to end game, it will be a requirement type thing. Like you'd be an idiot. To be surprised. It. Yeah. There are some people they, they, they just know <laughs> or, they, or they'll put their, it'll mic will be on, but it'll be on the ground. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Listen to Drake just blasting it. Thanks. Yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every 12 year old kid out there. Blasting his side piece. <laughs> you know what game uh, stops no, blast? No, just... Just... <laughs> just uh, you know what Drake's not buying? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we need to stop trying so hard to... Well, part of the, the shtick is that it's an overtry. Yeah. That's why sometimes... I got nothing else to do here yeah. while you guys read, so I'm just gonna try we should halt the jokes okay <laughs> i'll tell you who else is halting See? that that's a good one yeah that is a good one two stars <laughs> <laughs> out of ten <laughs> uh who's reading this one is this john you? oh dropping the ball really yeah i go thought for it was it. gonna land where i was gonna read Metro yeah you should let him do that okay one. i'll read okay. Yeah. no no yeah. f that care. i really don't care you do. i just you're gonna read it because it needs to it's it's not a bad thing by the way yeah uh, it's not it's subjective there I go again. All right, I'm going to read the GameStop one, and you can read the 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 finally this week one. Okay, you're very kind. All right, and you lead off next week. There you go. <laughs> I remember that. You're the, you're the Ricky Henderson next week. Okay. There you go. So, um, GameStop, our favorite game store, halts search for buyer. Um, I don't. I, I, it's it is what it is. We'll see. Uh, GameStop has announced that it will no longer be pursuing a buyer for the company. Quote, GameStop's board has now terminated efforts to pursue a sale of the company due to the lack of available financing on terms that would be commercially acceptable to a prospective acquirer. Why do, you, why do you sound like the AI system of the overhead <laughs> at like some space game? Uh, the news comes after Sycamore Partners and Apollo Creed. I mean, Apollo. <laughs> you messed that up. I did that on purpose, I know, Chris. I know. Global <laughs> management were both rumored to be competing to acquire the company. A deal was slated to finalize in February. Uh, the board is still in hunt. Uh, I'm reading it. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy for a permanent CEO. GameStop shares have fallen over 27% to $11 and 25 cent. Uh, shares have not been this low for the company since June of 2005. That's 14 years. You math. Well, yes. Oh wow! Or almost fourteen years, thirteen and well, some change. They're in a they're in an era of change, and they and the stores when you walk into them now, for several years now, we've seen the evidence that they maybe forecasted this sort of change or this sort of wave of 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 things that could have happened to them because they saw statistics like falling sales and what have you. And now when you walk in the store, there's video games, but there's also t-shirts and 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 toys and all this other stuff in the stores. You know, it's, and they're trying to find a way to get you. There. Yeah. I think they're, uh, I think they're in trouble. I mean, I don't. We've well, said say that like for three years, Chris. Yeah, but you're talking about. We have said that for a long time. And they're they're just rocking. But now along. you're talking about no one wants to buy. No, no, that's not what it said. It said well, they're not gonna. There have been reports that there were people correct. who were gonna buy them, and, and they're I, like, eh. I don't when know. I read that though, that's what I I hear is that there's no off, offer out there that impresses them enough that they feel like this is going to be a good step right like these were the only two that they felt like 
were interested and could actually help them and give them what they need to make it happen. You know, I'm sure someone like Best Buy would gladly buy them out, but probably would close all their stores and would just like integrate GameStop type stuff into their own stores. Uh, kind of like what GameStop would do to all of its competition back in the 2000s. I, I don't know, dude. Like if, if you were if you were a company and like you're like, dude, we got to get bought. Like we're mm. struggling or this is fixing to be the end. And then you got two companies, not just one, but two yeah. interested in your property, your whatever it is. And then you just go, uh, we don't want you guys to think about buying us anymore. Buying us anymore. We're gonna kind of we're gonna pull back. To me, that means they've either figured something out or they got another plan. I don't think. I think it just means they couldn't come to an agreement that they felt was good enough. John, thoughts? See, John, GameStop is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, in the, in, in uh, a, a, a deal, <laughs> a deal was going to be finalized in February. Um, look, I don't know what happened in the boardroom, you know, I, but look, I don't, I don't take much stock, no pun intended, into, uh-huh. into a 27% dip because, you know, there was a god awful percent increase in Nintendo stock when Pokemon Go came out and Pokemon Go was not even made by Nintendo. It was a false read of stock. Yeah, but did it drop 27% down? What? Did it drop? Like uh, you were, I guess. Like, was it a place where it was so accepted? It, it, it's not like GameStop was something that was propped up high in terms of value, and then all of a sudden now realizations coming. I don't know it's, any it's of that. more the other. I don't way. know any of that. But let me tell you this: I I'm at the point now. I have my issues with GameStop. It can be a frustrating place to deal with, but the market better figure out how to replace GameStop with something feasible. Or it's just not a good idea going forward. Amazon Amazon, <laughs> Amazon doesn't do their 20, 20% discount anymore. They don't. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. Developers. Um, uh, Jeff Bezos okay. is going through a divorce. You think? Yeah, that's probably why he's got so the 20% thing. We're looking at the... I pulled up the stock here oh, just geez. for some... Just to see what it's like. So it's been going down for a little while. Looks like there's an uptick. Yeah. Um <coughs> At fifteen dollars, so it rebounded a little bit, but yeah, it closed the day at uh, fifteen ninety. But when you're talking like back here, this is uh, back in October, so about the first holiday season of um, Chris. That's twenty sixteen. I think GameStop knows. Twenty fifteen. I think GameStop. I think GameStop knows that the Xbox is going to drop this fall. I See, think that, that's what it knows. I, I think like they have to be hoping for that now. Like the I best thing, know. the best thing that could happen in GameStop this fall is if at E three, you know, of course we we know Phil's got the stage to himself this year, right? I don't think it will happen, but the oh, best I, thing I the best thing that could happen to them is that Phil just comes out and the very first thing is like an image of an Xbox come, you know, of a new Xbox is on the screen and it says Xbox Two or whatever, right? And it's like coming. November 2019 and then the rest of the show is just selling that new console. That's the best thing in the world that could happen for and GameStop. I, I think E3. that's going to happen. As late as, late as cuz Microsoft knows that they have to they have to go first. They would, they have to go first this time, but they have done them for. If they if they want to if they want to come out on top this next generation. And Nintendo proved that you could that you do not have to release a game, I'm sorry, a console in the fall. You don't have to do it. Um, Everyone's proven that, haven't they? 
No, Chris. <clears throat> Sony not, released. Not in PM. recent years. Yeah. I mean, most of them in releasing November. That's true. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think GameStop knows something, and that's why they pulled out of the deal. <laughs> Maybe. So, uh, they would be the ones. I don't know. I just, I think it's a worrisome state. Um, you know, they're, they're a small chain, like, or a small <laughs> store chain, like, very large chain, right? And we've seen a lot of those suffer in the modern era. It's just they have realities. And when you start to look at the data and you go, man, more we, we saw a couple months ago in our news, like more people are downloading games yeah, sure. uh, than mm-hmm. ever before. And you think that number is only going to go up. They to I give them this much credit, like for a number of years, they they were very aware of this and they were trying new things, trying to figure out mm-hmm. how can we bring in more money? And it to me, you know, I remember movie stop. And we talk about the stuff in the store. Movie Stop tried to do the same thing, like towards the end. They they started trying to bring in a bunch of different other things because they're trying to be wide appealing to a number of groups. So I don't know if I, I mean I guess it could slow it down, but you just kind of wonder how long until someone either buys them out eventually or or it just goes belly up unless they can figure out some magical change that that allows them to exist hey Chris. I, I i personally this is this is mm. narrow anecdotal niche audience me i need gamestop to exist i do too because to some extent, the yeah, three of us yeah. have a podcast where we are required to play a lot of games probably normally more more so than we would yeah maybe not you but um <laughs> I trade in games now, and I get that discount, and I have that membership, and I'm constantly taking advantage. I've saved probably three hundred. I probably saved three hundred thousand dollars, three hundred dollars <laughs> last fall alone by doing what I'm naturally not inclined to do: making myself trade in stuff for sure. deals. And until Amazon, until online stores can do that, yeah, well, that's an that's, advantage that GameStop I, has. I got. Uh, there's two points, right? The stores that I go into, which are the Best Buys, the Walmarts, the Targets, GameStops, Mm -hmm. all these places where I'm looking at video game stuff, Mm -hmm. the shelves are changing to the fact that they actually have cards now hanging instead of physical copies because that's their way of trying to adapt for the download, the the non-physical version of a game. And what they're doing is on those cards in those stores, it'll be the store's exclusive item Mm -hmm. or thing you get you know, with that digital download. Yeah. So if, if the way of the gaming industry is going to digital, maybe there's a spin on that, that GameStop can use. Well, they have theirs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's certain titles. They were the first ones I think that I can recall. Um, and secondly, dude, um, if you're in like an O2 count in baseball, (laughs) um, you're down by three runs and the pitcher looks like he's dominating you. Was it? You only have a 20%. Uh, even odds of, of getting even Mariano Rivera gave up home runs when he didn't mean to, <laughs> and that's all it takes. Is Sir, one he swing. got hundred percent of the vote. <laughs> that's all it takes for GameStop. All it takes is one swing. I mean, yeah, one anything can happen. One swing, bro. Uh, talking in Best Buy, like gaming has been the one thing yet that, in terms of the entertainment stuff that they sell in their shit uh, in their stores. <laughs> that wasn't intentional. Um, <laughs> one forty-one, Chris. Thank you. Um, but you know. 
They uh, <laughs> he's completely rattled. No, like rattle, rattle, you know, rattle. Remember how we were when we started with our company? Yeah, we started all three from the of bottom. Now we're here. All three of us oh. started at this company. We've been together at this company for a long time. We're like the freaking Beatles. I know. Yeah. Um, no, no, they broke up after a couple. What? Of <laughs> Got some bad news. <laughs> but you remember how it was when we used to walk into things like Circuit City and Best Buy? Like Circuit three City. fourths, oh. three fourths of the store so was much. was so many games was I video games. City. I did too. Was video games, uh, DVDs, and you know, and CDs, and now those are like CDs and DVDs combined. I think are relegated to like three, two or three aisles. rows. Yeah, you know, like that's it. Versus this whole entire section, they've had to completely change the way. Like the games section has been the only area that doesn't feel like has completely been hit. But you have to like look at it and you go like, how much longer until they start saying? You're not worth as much to us in this store now as, say, like, you know, the home security systems or the the whole entire PC to, like, Apple section and all that kind of stuff. We'll see, man. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I wish if we had, if we were magical and we could wish good luck on people, I would send a little good luck to GameStop. Yeah, I don't want anyone to lose their jobs. Yeah. I'm going Spe- there. Speaking of people who need some good, good luck. luck. No, this is, this is, this is it, guys. Finally this week. <laughs> Can't. I know. <laughs> Finally this week. <laughs> I, I, I've been drinking. <laughs> Finally. Exactly. Finally. Metroid Prime 4. Update. Say it, John. This is a good thing, John. This is a very good thing. Say Why it, John. You, you wrote this. I <laughs> did. Are you Say having it. a stroke? <laughs> Metro John. Prime 4 going retro is what I meant to say. Oh. I don't know what the heck that was. It's probably, you had like it's an probably email the Metro, to your boss. Metro Prime 4 update, colon, going retro. I like mine. I hope in your email somewhere it just said Metroid Prime 4 randomly that you yeah. sent to your boss. <laughs> Development is starting over for Metro Prime 4. With the help of Retro Studios. Yay! Retro yeah. was the developer behind the original trilogy on GameCube and Wii. The announcement was made by Nintendo stating that the title, quote, has not reached the standards we seek in a sequel to the Metroid Prime series, end quote. Due to this reason, Nintendo has decided to have producer Kensuke Tanabe, quote, work in trust and collaboration with the studio that developed the original Metroid Prime series, Retro, Retro, <laughs> Retro oh, Studios, <Retroid. laughs> in the United States and restart development from the beginning, end quote. This would put the rumored Star Fox racing game on hold if it in fact existed at all. Yeah, or canceled, I guess, right? The, the thing for me about this, man, is I'm going to sound like a homer, uh, but when Nintendo, when they work on titles... It for them quality comes above everything else, and they want this title to be a quality Metroid title. And for whatever reason, they couldn't produce it uh, to the standards that they were seeking. Um, what was the Metroid game? It wasn't one, two, or three um, that Nintendo produced, like in part with um, Other M, possibly Other M. And how how much do people like that game? Huh. John loves it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just, I, you feel like you put it in the hands of the people who, who gave us the gems that I've read about and you've talked about. And it's got to be a good thing. The only thing that I think sucks completely is that they, they really hammered in, we are starting over. It's not that we're passing over what we've started on to them. It's we're starting over. Yeah, you think if, if 
if they get this out even just as little three years, which if they are truly starting over, like we are doing a new story with right. new art and everything, uh, then you're talking, God, if they can get it done in three years, I'd be amazed, I right? Yeah. Uh, I would say it's probably somewhere between four or five years. So you're talking about, you know, 2023, 2024 before this game comes out, um, the earliest 2022. Uh, I kind of look at this and I go, I saw the only thing that, upset me a little bit there were some new like everyone should follow nintendo's lead i was like what are you talking about i was like everyone does this i was like ea has done this three times in the last year and we have given them a bunch so you're gonna talk about ea and how awesome they release games that are like legit from day one i'm saying like they did that with star wars three times or microsoft did it with Scalebound. um we've seen days gone get delayed forever along with dreams they were worried about um uh i but um, no, go ahead, man. To, just, you to, know, I just want to say things. To, to, to finish, <laughs> to finish my point here, I'm like, look, you know, on one hand, I'm really glad that they are putting this in a studio that they trust because it does seem like it was in a bad place. I'd much rather retro take a crack at this instead of just canceling it. But on the other hand, you know, if we're going to give crap to everyone else when they go through this kind of stuff, it kind of seems disingenuous to say like Nintendo should just get a free pass for doing what most people do like where if it's really a bad thing and it's a major property more times than not you either cancel it or you delay or you do whatever you have to you, to try to fix it to the know, best of your ability do you know why they're getting praised for it hmm. because of the video and the genuine um yeah but all they've shown of this game is, no, is no, a graphic thing not that video yeah. the video of the them the making the announcement the guy standing yeah, there yeah. and he's he's very humble and he's saying we're doing this because we aren't meeting the standard we need to meet Sure. The other companies release some PR statement and say the game's getting pushed back. Yeah, okay. That's why people look at Nintendo a little differently when they do this than the other companies, in my, in my opinion. John? Yeah, mm. Nintendo has a reputation of, on, on a direct or whatever, coming out with an announcement. One criticism I will cite with the media is they pretend like this is brand new for Nintendo. They always do this. They always go, please understand. I mean, it's a common meme on... on yeah, 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 I feel you. Yeah. Please understand. And then they apologize and they bow. So there's always been a uh, an acknowledgement and a respect towards the towards the cu- customer because I think honestly it kills them. Yeah. Um when they have to do this. I'm of two minds and I hope you guys can bear with my train of thought here. Go for it. No one can argue about what Retro Studios has done for the Metroid series. Ret- Metroid Prime, the original Metroid Prime is probably one of the greatest games ever made. That being said, um, I really wanted some other studio to take a crack at this. I wanted some other studio to put their identity on the series because I think the series needs a facelift. Um, that's one of the reasons I like Metroid Other M so much is because I wasn't necessarily tied. I wasn't disappointed that it wasn't a Metroid Prime game. I think a lot of people came into this this Metroid Other M game and was like, all I want is ret- all I want is what Retro does. All I want. Now, if you play Super Metroid, if you play the 2D games, if you play Metroid Other M, that character Samus is a very different type of character. Not in not in who she is as a person, but the way she handles mechanically, as opposed to a first person shooter. In the Metroid Prime series, she's very clunky. She's not very agile. And in the and in the in the two D side scrollers and Metroid Other M, she's 
she's completely agile. She bounces off walls. She does all these crazy acrobatic things. She's so, nimble. so in the world of Metroid, there's kind of two Samuses. I don't know if people have ever considered that. Another final point. I hope Retro is going to do something that's not first person. I hope they go behind the back third person shooter. Hmm. That's what I'd love to see Metroid tackle. They almost did it with Other M. They almost yeah. did it. I just I, I I'm hoping Retro is not just packaging another Metroid Prime game. As as good as those series, as as good as those three games were, no, neither the second or the third one ever came close to being as as good as Metroid Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect Retro. Obviously, um, I've I have never played a bad game by them. But I'm just disappointed in the fact... I think Bandai Namco was the rumored developer it was. of uh, Metroid Prime 4. I don't know if it's ever been confirmed. But Reggie, a few months ago, came out and said this game's well into development. I don't know if he said it was going well. Yeah, well, he PR'd speak. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he did what that. I mean, everyone does it, right? He does that. You know, like, scale-bound for months, it was with Phil Spencer, you know? We're just working on that, and yeah. we'll we'll show it when we're ready. You it, know? it wasn't just that re- that a new Metroid was coming. It was that because it wasn't being developed by Retro, there was the possibility of a new identity. You know, and I and I get Metroid Other M. There was hit and miss, mm-hmm. but well, gameplay in that game, story aside, I completely understand if people don't like the story. But yeah. gameplay was solid in mm. that game. Are you uh, from a standpoint of this is the Prime series? <clears throat> And having the the creators or the whatever the fathers of the Prime series get to wrap it up in, in the fourth one, is that not exciting in a way? Well, there's nobody. There's there's very few people from Retro. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Left. I know. I, know. Made. I mean, the the th- the three primary people that were that were focused on the Prime series went to. Uh, they formed Platinum. No, they went to the they went to the studio that made. Oh, you're talking about that the- made. Um, Recore, Recore, yeah, and you, you could tell. I was, you know, I said when Recore came out, I hope they do something like that. Yeah, but um, it's funny. I was twenty-seven years old when Metroid Prime Three came out. How I'm probably going to be forty-one years old when this game comes out. Oof. It's painful. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. It is. I want the game to be solid. I'm sure if Retro puts their hand on it, it will be. But it's a it's fifty-fifty with me. It would be nice. I don't know how that studio is doing, um, but if they could just hire those guys on to come back and, and to work on this game. And then also maybe, again, like maybe also bring in Platinum and, and say like, hey, your key people that are there that worked on this, you know, would they mind coming on in at least a, you know, advisor, director role, yeah. Uh, yeah. co-producer? So we really do have the best people doing Armitage. something. Armitage is the yeah. studio. Uh, that we do have like, the best of the best people who are the ones who made the best version of a Metroid since super Metroid back on the SNES. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, <laughs> um, but this is just, this was just painful to read. And I appreciated your response. Yeah. Cause you know, from your perspective, John was going to, John was thrilled with this and I'm thrilled with it to, you know, that, that yeah, because it's you retro. put on there with the guy grinning. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, with <clears throat> retro, for waiting for retro to do it right, mm-hmm. and, and I would. And if you're going to do that move, I'd much rather it be a scenario of, again, opposite of kind of what it sound like 
to go back to be a little bit more critical of EA and those things and why people were critical of them. Instead of like basically saying this person's leaving, we're rolling all the development to this other studio uh, and seeing if they can just change what's already been made into something workable for us versus like what they did here where it's like, okay, we're shutting down our involvement with this studio and we're going to bring in people that we know have experience with this to handle it. I mean, that that's definitely the one you would rather wait for, right? As opposed to being like, Retro is going to finish up this game for Bandai Namco. That's that's when you know, well, this is about to be a pile of junk. Right. Yeah. So that is a good thing. Um, but we'll see right there when Death Stranding and <laughs> Final Fantasy. I think it was my joke back. I said, the great holiday of 2030. I wonder if this will even be on Elder Switch. Scroll? Yeah, that's, that's the, the crazy thing. But you but you know, there was rumors this week like or what or maybe we had it in our stories last week, I can't remember, but I read somewhere like what is it they're not even talking about uh, a successor for the Switch at this point, like discussing anything. So you you'd have to imagine Retro has to be making this game, planning it to be on the Switch. Right? Yeah, sure. Or in if I you I can't make that assumption cuz I think there's something else coming. I don't know. But it means also for Nintendo, if they do plan to eventually put this on their next console instead, right, Mm -hmm. they have to make a console now that is designed with Wii or with the Switch software and hardware capabilities. Like the Switch 2. Yeah, you can. You couldn't like take it and change the programming. The In other words, they couldn't sit there and like change the programming all around without there being a very negative effect on how they handle assets in their games going forward because they'd have to learn that all over again to make it work on the new console, right? You guys want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. I, I didn't cut it off. <laughs> I, I thought it was on you there. Should, you should I cut it off. You guys want to wrap this up early then? Never. Okay. <laughs> I still didn't do it. I Cut hit the it wrong off. Button. Future not news. Just, just, just dropping the ball. We, uh, I'm, we, we came I'm out sick. Gate, we came out the gate with news like we've had. You did too. Yes. I can't turn off the recording. Everyone, John's dropping every curse word known to man. He's forgetting that you he's did next too. On yeah, the, yeah, but my the, the news, and then we just say news. And then, and then, I'm yeah. And now Sean's saying news when we're doing emails. <laughs> like if you want to write in your thoughts and opinions, you can do so by writing us at Weekly Games Chat at gmail.com that's weekly games chat at gmail.com just like our lawyer did i'm calling him our official our lawyer <laughs> weekly games chat lawyer uh, but hold on uh, let me blow this up there okay uh rob rob's are in, in a number of legal co- quandaries conundrums if you will from, from virginia yeah he's from virginia this is, this is rob from virginia yeah What's up? Uh, he says, dear gentlemen. Oh, well, he, he titled his email, more opinions I'm not qualified to give. Uh-huh. I shared that to the guys in advance. I was like, oh, that's the joke. Yes. You do. Okay. Uh, dear gentlemen, I just finished last week's episode on the drive home this evening. I appreciate the information on Mario U as I was on the fence after having already beaten it. Not uh, normally, that is not with all the uh, stars mm. uh, on the Wii U a few years ago. In regard. Oh, oh, okay. 
in regards to the Pinkerton issue, as before, I'm not certified in that type of law, so the following is not meant to be construed as legal advice, but my personal opinion is that if we're talking about specific trademarks, logos, etc., then there may be something to it. Otherwise, probably not. Look at all the historical figures being used to hawk products nowadays. <laughs> and because all the best legal questions use wrestling stories in their answers, this reminds me of when George Lucas, etc., uh, tried to sue. <laughs> that's not what that means, Chris. That's not Chris. That's not E T A L. Chris, that doesn't mean etc. Would you don't in know? Lou? Just skip it. Okay. Uh, tried to sue World Championship Wrestling over Big Van Vader's name many years ago. As I recall, the word Vader was so against I'm laughing now. In the public consciousness by then, and because the wrestler wasn't calling himself Darth Vader and didn't wear a black suit or breathe heavily in the attempt to pass himself off as Darth Vader, the wrestler prevailed. Take that for what you will. It's a good example, actually. That is very good. On another note, someone brought up whether World of Warcraft would or could come to consoles. I wish it would. Consoles right. have enough horsepower to run it well, and there would be no need to dumb it down if the right control scheme was utilized. I don't think I've heard anyone mention having played Final Fantasy XIV. I have a lot. But I have it both for uh, PC and on my PS4 using the optional mouse and keyboard setup. And found the experience virtually identical other than in graphics quality and FPS. Yeah, That's frames per second. Well, the, the Final Fantasy games actually probably need a little bit more Yeah, because of the way they run the game. But I've played it on PS4 and PC as well. Yeah. And the control screen that, that playing that game made me go, why can't WoW be on you know my PS4 or whatever? Although those items are important, they're less important in a tab targeting MMO like Final Fantasy 14 and WoW than they are in FPSs like Destiny 2. And of course, FPS are still and he means first person shooters here are still very much playable on consoles. Even better, Final Fantasy 14 allow also allows cross play between PC and PS4. Which was how my wife, your wife, and I played together before I built her a gaming PC of her own. Dope. I assume Blizzard. Will you marry me? <laughs> I assume Blizzard has a good reason for not bringing it to console. Maybe there's too many of their devs are devoted to other projects, but I really don't understand why it hasn't yet. After seeing how Square implemented Final Fantasy XIV so successfully on the PS4. As always, great show. Best, Rob. Thanks, Rob. That's a great email, Rob. And I have, that's your second part. I have wondered so many times um, if if WoW came to a console where I, I don't know, I didn't have to sit at my computer desk and I could just kind of chill and play WoW, I, don't, I would have to quit the show because that's all I would play. Like, legit. That's how much I love it. And it's, it's crazy. I've thought about it. I'm, I'm sure there had to be a point where they considered it. Right, like where it made a Diablo lot more sense. Diablo three comes out, and they're like, "Oh my god, we brought well, it!" I, I know it's a completely yeah, different game, yeah. but I'm saying they brought a title hmm. that was generally a PC title, sure, to a console, and it was amazing. But that game did feel like it was made for a console, sure, right? Yeah. Um, but while I played that game, I had that thought. You know, Final Fantasy has done it twice to where they've had a game on PC. Final Fantasy eleven did it on Xbox, mm-hmm. um, and it was good. And then now yeah. they've done it on fourteen online, where they brought it to the PS4. And it works amazing. If you're holding your PS4 controller, it's amazing. Yeah. If you hook up the mouse and keyboard, it's like playing on a PC. But like you said, the graphics did suffer. But other than that, man, I don't know. I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see yeah. where it goes. I'm interested to see. Like, I can't see it now at this point. There's just no point, right? Like, they their base is on 
PC. They've done all their purchases and everything through PC, so there's like a big issue of. Like, I don't think there's ever that where you can just dismiss the console players that would be exposed or possibly become new fans of World of Warcraft. Yeah. Maybe, well, that's why I said, like, I'm sure they looked into it years ago, like, especially around the time of Final Fantasy XI on PS3 and Xbox 360, if it had been possible for them to do it. I don't know why they couldn't do it, if it was just for the fact they didn't really make console games back then, so it was just a pain for them to do it, and they weren't part of Activision yet. But it's more of, like, now I look at it and go, like, okay, you're past your you know like while there's a hardcore faithful that will always play it i think those people are ingrained to playing it on pc because they've been doing it for 10 plus years yeah i feel you on that so it's like i can't i don't know how many people you would bring in that's that's the problem they have on this uh compared to say something that's new so if like maybe world of warcraft 2 ever comes out maybe then you'll see it on console but uh, I just can't see it at this point. Maybe someday, who knows, with technology and the way it advances, they might just do it because why the heck not? Uh, but then we also have an email from Sean, who doesn't spell Sean correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but he does take up for you. Yes. He says, hey, guys, Sean again. What's up, Sean again? Last week, I asked if you guys had ever heard or played Zelda Ancient Stone Tablets. I wasn't trolling. It's a legit game. It was only released in Japan on a broadcasting game system add-on for the SNES in the Uh. 90s that was way too expensive, and they would release new games every week around the same time of the Saga channel back in the day. Uh, It looks like they just took Link to the Past and put a new storyline and added voice acting, but still would be interested in playing it just because I'm a fan of Link to the Past, aren't we all? Dude. Thought John might find that intriguing as well. Side note to Sean, if Chris wants to, uh, wants and can make my email sound better by adding and making up words, then by all means, thank you guys for the podcast and game on. Yeah. One guy. He's my super friend. Yeah. Actually, no, you don't spell Sean right. <laughs> well, he, that's fine. He spells he, his like he, Sean he Michaels. He can spell it however he wants. Old Sean Hickenbottom. He, he spelled your name wrong and you said it right. Yeah, wow, he did. And you're a mess when you read emails sometimes, and I'm going to continue to call you out. For the record, he sent me uh, the the video. John he has, has it. Yeah, he sent me the video here that um, he linked in his email, and I would pull it up, but it's like a 30-minute thing. John's, so, John's got it. But, you can um, actually download it. Yeah, John, when you said you think John may find it intriguing, he literally is finding it intriguing right he now. He sent me this uh, on our Facebook page, at Weekly Game Chat on Facebook, and I pulled it up and I watched it over the weekend. Like, yeah, it, it was cool. Like, it's this cool kind of lost part of history, right? And shows like, hey, there used to be a lot of differences uh, between the West and the East as far as what they would receive. And this was one of those things. So there used to be like this TV company had a very specific thing. And like, you couldn't play the game whenever you wanted. It has schedule and like you had to, you know, so like nine o'clock every night, if you wanted to play this game, you turn to that channel and boom, there's this ancient stone tablet. The other thing that's really weird is the way it looks. Did you hear a boom? Boom. There was a boom. Yes. Um, (laughs) But you know, it does look like Zelda. Uh, for the most part like there's past yeah um it's like a it's almost like a remix master quest or something. yes yeah uh but that's cool i did not know and i can assure you no one here has ever played that game no it's um, dope yeah. i like it good find john's probably gonna play it i have no <laughs> next week on it. weekly game chat yeah <laughs> zelda ancient zone <laughs> tablet um but yeah uh sean that's all i have People write us on Twitter. What did they write us? Yeah, I missed a direct message uh, a couple <laughs> weeks back from Nat 
underscore the underscore gooner. Um, he's a friend of the show. He's amazing. Uh, if you're if you're a listener and you were listening back in July, you remember this. Um, he wrote last July. I asked for your help to get a long distance trading medal in Pokemon Go. You guys remember that kind of? I do remember this. Yeah. Uh, well, I got it, which is dope. Uh, I've been Congrats. trading with a couple of our uh, of your listeners. That's our listeners, and uh, he got gold way before his wife. His wife. John just and daughter. Out. I'm Sorry, not daughter. checked out. I'm still looking at this thing. <laughs> They're not happy about this and say that I cheated by asking for help on your podcast. Uh, could you set them straight on this matter? Uh, to uh, Miss Gooner and daughter, uh, he did not cheat. Our podcast is awesome, and you should also ask us for help too. It is 2019. <laughs> Games are a worldwide phenomenon. I've worldwide. Played, I have played with people in Russia. I have played with people in France and England. In South Africa at times, if I can do that in those games to accomplish objectives, there's no reason why uh, Mr. Nat the Gooner there can reach out to a podcast for help and reach and meet new people that he doesn't live his around. The sentence is going on for two. Yeah. You know, yeah. To He's just taking up for goals. Nat. I so, am. So Miss Gooner and daughter know what's up. Um, also, he says, if anyone needs Pokemon eggs from England, um, they come with tea. Uh, <laughs> his friend code, and he gave it to us so we can put it out there. Uh, on uh, Nintendo is or not Nintendo? I'm sorry. On Pokemon, wait, yeah, I'll just call the friend code out. Let's just let's just do that. Nine two two zero seven five nine seven six four nine nine. Hacking. <laughs> Thanks again, and game on. No, thank you, Nat. Uh, thank and, you, and game on to you. Um, game on. Last week, at some point, I think we talked about at Platinum Twitch and the streaming that they were doing. Um, well, they wrote into us on direct message as well. Thank you. That's how it starts. Uh, if any of you guys wanted to stop by, they were doing a celebratory co-stream playing Rainbow Six Siege at 11. That would have been... Rambo Six. Rainbow. Did <laughs> I, I say ran- did I say Rainbow? Rambo? Rambo? Uh, I don't know. Um, at 11 a.m. We missed it. Um, but again, Platinum Everything, uh, Platinum Twitch is awesome. Go check them out. Um, and thanks for writing into us, Platinum. Thank you, Platinum. Um, oh, Tony, Tony needs to me. stop doing that during the show. Yeah, I'm probably not going to. It's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah. So, uh, Hydraberg, uh, Heisenberg, Hydraberg, yeah, one, Hydraberg. one day ago tweeted to us, um, this seems pretty, um, he said, at Weekly Games Chat, this seems pretty major for Xbox's future. Former head of Nintendo Indies joins Xbox. And there was a link out on IGN about that. Um, Nintendies director leaving and going to the you know, former or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, at David underscore McClendon, one day ago tweeted us and a couple of other people other people and says well this is interesting thoughts folks and the link is it says that apple yes apple like the phone guys plans gaming subscription service that's funny and that's uh from cheddar.com if you guys want to check that out or come to our twitter page to see that um do that uh at blink underscore brack i said at weekly game chat following up on my email on kingdom hearts 3 Review on IGN said, if you haven't played the previous games, you might miss out on more of the touching moments. Kind of like Red hmm. Dead 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> so apparently, uh, Hydraberg also uh, tweeted the Metro Prime, Metro Prime 4 development restarting thing. Mm, so that, that was a big thing, John. Yep. Um, David yep. McClendon uh, replied and said that hoping um, uh, Metroid Prime 4 does for shooters what Breath of the Wild did for open world games. Um, mm. Personally, 
Uh, he'd rather wait till 2025 for an unbroken, well-made game that doesn't just get pushed out the door because of a deadline. Uh, he gives kudos to Nintendo for the delay. But, dude, I could die. If it die. to happen. <laughs> uh, Mario and Lando then said, uh, which means we get to look for an amazing John review in 2025. <laughs> which is funny. Um, at Hell Teacher Loki um, says that we should do, quote, games of yesteryears we played for the first time, end quote. And that's when Sean, hmm. me, uh, goes with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> so I can finally start the game. Um, he says, can I hold Sean... Uh, can I hold future Sean episodes hostage till he finishes the game? LOL. That's actually really funny. Um, we should I, say that. You're not allowed to singly, <laughs> like, do a single I can't game do by anything. yourself until you do Where's Sean? He's still ain't open the game. Yeah. Uh, Hydroberg <laughs> also tweeted uh, that Red Dead won. If you remember, I think I announced that last time. Uh, um, the sales. And that's when our good friend at Waits Fan uh, reminded us that lunch is owed. That would be one, Josh. Yeah. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything else. Uh, what's today's date? The 29th. 20, that's right. Yeah. Tomorrow's yeah. The 30th. Sorry. Yeah. It's the, the day 30th. After that, it's payday. It's the 30th. Uh, so we would have been well, seven days back from the 30th. So the 23rd-ish. Yeah, we're good. Okay. I think I think we're good. Let me make sure we have any other follows. Anything like that. Um, okay. We'll go here. We'll go, we'll go right here, guys. We have followers. And uh, as we always do. At Free My Skindle. <laughs> That's good. Thank you so much for the follow following you back. At Vaporwave underscore 65. Um, I'm just presuming it's a vapor. Uh, this appears to be possibly someone from Germany and Jap- Japan at the same time. Because one thing says, Vast ihr dein Geist der Zeiten heist. Uh, I think I said that right. And then there's some Japanese stuff going on. Uh, we could have just got works at square um, at uh, Britannica Brown. Thank you for the follow. Following you back. Britannica. An encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. And they were Brown at Bondurant boys. Bondurant. Bondurant what? boys. <laughs> um, they game doodle and eat pizza. That's my kind of uh, people. <laughs> I like you. Uh, Very direct <laughs> at CC thrash nine. Thank you so much for the follow. Following you back. And let me make sure I say this one right. Um, at uh, Rogi something. Rogie something? Yeah, thank you for the follow, following you like, back. Is the name actually Rogie something, or are you just not going to? Oh, no, that was almost disastrous. It's Rogie something. <clears throat> okay. Well, it actually went away, but okay. It's still right there. Is it? Okay, then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's legit. And that's it. Um, if you got some stuff you want to share to us, like these fine folks did on Twitter, it's uh, at Weekly Game Chat on Twitter. Thank you for all the follows and mentions. You guys are why we're here. And uh, I'll let Chris wrap up the show. This has been episode, I believe, 189 of Weekly Games Chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us. Why do I sound drunk? (laughs) Subscribe to us. (laughs) Subscribe to us. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you like to use, and you will get a new episode every Wednesday just like this one. If you want to write in your thoughts and opinions, you can do so by writing us weeklygameschat at gmail.com or on Twitter at weeklygameschat. And also Facebook at Weekly Games Chat. Uh, while you're there subscribing, if you like the show, make sure you drop us a rating. Helps people find the show. Or if you want to go the full yard, uh, nine yards, you can nine. <laughs> you can go ahead and write us a review. People will be appreciative. I did the thing last week, so I won't do it this week, Sean. Um, until next time. 
Who you got in the Super Bowl? I'm going to go 27 to 17 Rams. I'm going 99 to 4 Patriots. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> John, do you I have a football? Not at all. Oh. Just pick a team. Say yeah, either just, Ram, say, just say Rams or Patriots because you may be awesome for picking the winner. I want to see Brady win another one. Ooh. He's going Patriots. Hey, Ouch. is Andrew going for the Patriots? We know Mikey is. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. We got friends of the show that may or may not be Patriots fans. So, right? Yeah. Brady like, is a god, and he's the goat. Some say people hate God. Yeah. That's whoa, true. Whoa, that's very whoa. true. In the show, Chris. Um, <laughs> in the it, end, it didn't come out right. That's yeah. not how I meant to say it. People hate talent. There you go. Sure. Haters gonna hate, go. man. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah, it's like how um, I hate Alabama. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Here we go. It's just like that. Here we it, go. It's like that. Um. Until next time, I will simply say, game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. I'm going back over to here so I can stop. I'm going. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, Sean. Game on, John. What was that? Game on. Game on. Game on, man. Game on. Game on. Your mom's box. (laughs) Peace out, everybody. Game on. (laughs) 